What's going on, Brookie Nation? We missed you guys. Oh my gosh, hello. Hi. I am the Mackie Mouse. I am Isla Shikorsky. And we are here with Storybrooke Circus, your Once Upon a Time podcast. We're rewatching the entire of the Once Upon a Time TV show. It aired on ABC 10 years ago last month. Very exciting time for us and the Once Upon a Time fandom. <laughs> uh, hi, Brookies. We hope you're doing well. We uh, Better than us, at least. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> At least that. That's the that's pretty low bar. Uh, we apologize for the delay in the highly anticipated Manhattan episode. Had some It had to be Manhattan week. Like, course, it right? had to be of all geeks. And I didn't even realize it either until a couple of people were like, can you believe Manhattan is releasing? And I was like, can you believe it's not? Because... <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, we're we're sorry for the weird um, uh, bait and switch here on the on the Friday delivery. We were supposed to try and deliver on the weekend, and the schedule just didn't work out. So uh, we're we're trying to catch up. Uh, we just had, you know, life things and the Porsche Korskis are going through Yeah, we can address and... the elephant in the room. I sound like I got run over by a bus. I did not, <laughs> but it certainly feels like it. So we are all here with you. We it's not you. the vids. Uh, we are negative in this yeah, household, but house. surprise, surprise, uh, you can still get regular sick, which it, it sucks. <laughs> That's still a um, real thing. That is real. I That's have true. not been sick in two years. Yeah. Like I'm knock on wood. I'm. You know, I, I've, I've had a couple days where I'm like, oh, my throat's a little scratchy. Right. Ooh, like, you a know, little. like, oh, I coughed a couple times, but no, I'm like full blown, like, do not feel good. And I'm <sighs> like, wow, this is, this is bad. I hate this. And I would like to go back. Well, let's just uh, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you oh my for God. loving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> we appreciate that you're here anyway, even though you don't uh, you don't feel good. So thanks Thank for you. your dedication. I, I showed up for you, Brookies. Yeah, I'm here for you guys, just for you uh, and Manhattan, because I'm really excited to see how this goes down. We are. Hello to YouTube. Uh, we see you as well. Um, we'd also like to say hello to a few new members of our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash. The SBC pod, if you'd like to sponsor the show uh, and get some fun stuff over there. We have uh, Sherry, David, and Stephanie joining us. So that's fun. Thank you. Thank you for your patronage. Uh, we have bonus content over there. We have some lost content. We have uh, the Brookie Movie oh my Club. Gosh. I can tease some bonus content. So oh, that's during right. my during my downtime over here. Well, okay. So before we all went under the weather, um, Barton went to... Bart and I went to Walt Disney World last weekend, and we got to have an awesome weekend together in with Mackie and Taryn. If you follow us on Instagram, you probably saw that on our stories, our personal pages and the SVC page. But what you didn't know was that I recorded a bunch of stuff during our weekend, and I'm currently in the middle of editing it, but it is all going up on Patreon, and I'm really excited. If you are a foodie in any way, shape, or form, um, catch our food reviews of Food and Wine Festival from Walt Disney World's Epcot. Hell yeah. You heard it here Coming first, Coming soon to a Patreon near you. That's right. You heard it here first. Patreon bonus content. Um, I'm actually really excited about that. This is the first time we're kind of, we're, we're starting to really grow into this whole bonus content thing, uh, which we thank everybody for actually saying that you wanted this because we would have never done this had you not, <laughs> like when we yeah. you know, put the questions out there, we were like, hey, would you be interested? And people were like, yeah, yeah, totally. 
Uh, and it was so much fun to make because we were doing like Instagram stuff too, but it was fun to be like, this is the, this is like a private thing, you know, it's, and it's not. Yeah. And it's completely chaotic. I don't want you to think that you're going into like an Oscar worthy, um, film production. It's not, uh, it's actually completely all over the place because (laughs) it's me and Mackie's wife, Taryn, just kind of like spewing nonsense about the food we just ate. So it's, I love it. it's a real good time. <laughs> I'm I keep on watching it back when I'm putting them together, and I'm like, this is, you know what, this is what they wanted. So <laughs> 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 to be clear, this was not um, for it's not for purposes of FOMO. It's not for purposes to make it you know exclusivity and, oh my and gosh, to leave people no. out. We just loved having something that we weren't sharing like publicly on social media. That could be a like it could be a part of our group in our community. Um, so don't like feel bad if you're not, <laughs> if you're not sponsoring the show and you're not on Patreon and you're not doing that stuff, this is, this is not to make you feel bad. Uh, yeah. This and is you just don't like have to sponsor stuff. the show with just your dollars. Like you showing up and listening to our episodes. Absolutely. Means the world to us. And that's one of the biggest reasons why we made the discord, which is also all of those links to YouTube, Patreon and discord. They should all be in the show notes. So just um, check through there. If you are not a part of that and you want to, um, check out what those things are. Um, <clears throat> the Discord was a big reason why, or this is a big reason why we wanted to start the Discord because Discord is free and we can still have that community feel without people needing to, you know, drop dollars on it. And if you want to go beyond that and 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 kind of have some extra stuff and and support in in additional way, then we made an arrangement for that. But by no means is it, uh, you know an obligation for anyone. Honestly, people just listening to the show who aren't on discord with us, uh, and just, you know, listening every week, we see you. There's, there's not as nearly as many people in discord. We could see the numbers of how many people listen. We have, you know, a couple hundred people who come every single week who listen, and we do not have 200 people in discord. So, uh, if you are not yet a part of the discord and you'd like to have some fun conversations with us, Feel free to come in and join. Uh, again, no obligation, but if you if you want to kind of enhance your experience beyond the listening of the episode, then we are there. Uh, and we and Island and myself are contributing in there all the time. It's not just a fan group. So, uh, yeah. So that gets gets all of our our community. Well, the beginning of our community stuff out of the way because we have yeah. a section completely dedicated to our uh, community, and that is the Storybrook Daily Mirror. So the Starbuck Daily Mirror is uh, completely dedicated to you, the listener. Uh, and there's a bunch of different ways you can contribute to our fictional newspaper. There's a lot of fun Discord conversation about, <laughs> about our fictional newspaper, including some excellent media Oh my gosh, media did you see Lucas's picture the other day? <laughs> uh, one of our listeners, Lucas, posted a picture of himself completely dressed as a newsboy. I didn't, did you get the story about what that was for? Is it like Halloween? Was it a school thing? Was it, or was it just like a no, good outfit? No, I think... Lucas likes musical theater, and I'm pretty sure that that's what newsies? that was for. Yeah. Lucas, please correct us when you listen to this, because I know you're going to listen to it. So let us know what that was for, but you looked great. I mean, it was amazing. It was it, like You are a, definitely now the spokesperson for an the embo- story. An embodiment mirror, but... <laughs> of the newsboys. <laughs> when I think the of the movie. section now, it is strictly Lucas yeah, dressed yeah. as a newsboy yelling extra, extra, read all oh, about it. Amazing. Totally amazing. Um, anyway, would you like to tell the fine people how... They can contribute and get into the Starbucks Daily Mirror while I eat my chunky Chips Ahoy cookies on YouTube. Yes. Um, 
no accents this week. Sorry, that's a lot of effort. Um, <laughs> we have the Apple Podcast reviews. Please go on there and write some words and leave us a five star review so we can find other people that are into One Spot a Time and they want to listen to our show and join the conversation. We have an email, the SBCpod at gmail.com. The Instagram is the same name, the SBCpod. You can send us an email, you can send us a DM. We will read it on the air. And we also have a phone number. That phone number is 207-536-8512. If you call in, it picks up to a voicemail. You leave us a voicemail. We play it on the show. It cuts you off at three minutes. Just an FYI. People (laughs) are really caught off guard by that. Um, You can also text that number, and we will read your text on the air, or we'll have a conversation with you, which we did the other day with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Hit us up. There's so many ways. We are the Kim Possible of podcast. Call us, beep us if you want to reach us. <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome. Um, really, the Apple Podcasts review, five-star review method is the most impactful. Yeah, we're fighting with an algorithm here, okay? Yeah, um, just because... If you know the... anything about technology in 2021, it sucks. <laughs> so you are constantly fist-fighting with robots to get yeah. your voice and your name out there. This Literally. is the best defense for it. This is the uppercut. Uh, yeah, sure. Anyway, um, that, sports. Yeah, that is the Do uppercut of, uh, of review methods uh, or con- contribution methods because it uh, tells... more The more reviews we have, it tells... It's iTunes. metal chairing on people's faces to <laughs> listen to a our show. joke? Yeah. I like oh it. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Excuse me. Just lose power? <laughs> oh my God. The tech in this studio right now is garbage. Iowa studio is going absolutely haywire. Um, oh, we need new tech guys out here. <laughs> Whoever's in the booth, they're fired. Um, so the Apple podcast method is very helpful. Um, but any of these methods to reach out to us is great, and we will read them all on the air, no matter which one you use. Uh, the first one that we're going to do is a few voicemails. Uh, we apologize. We're, we're, we see all of the voicemails that have come in. Uh, we are catching up with the voicemails a little bit. We have a plan. We have a ton of them. Yeah, so. we clearly plug this segment a lot. Um, we do. And it's maybe working. we're plugging it too much because <laughs> <laughs> I would never say too much. I love this. No, no, we really do love it. But I hope when you guys listen to these episodes, you're not like, "What the fuck?" They did not play my voicemail. They hit yeah, me, and they yeah. did not listen to it. We did. Um, you guys love to talk, just like we do. Yep. Our shows go for four hours, so your voicemails go for four hours, and that's great. <laughs> it's just going to take us some time to get through them. Um, so hang tight. We're picking up where we left off last time <laughs> yeah. with Lucas. Yeah. So um, here's a continuation of Lucas's voicemail. Hopefully it plays in the right place. Let's see if it does. Yeah. I forgot it It cuts people off. That made me really sad. Anyway. Three minutes. Um, three minutes. <laughs> one of the many reasons why season three is my favorite season of Once Upon a Time is how Regina is trying to be good and her evilness like needs to come out somehow and it's through sarcasm it is my favorite she's so funny i love her okay (laughs) the next one is um my thoughts on the emma regina conversation with the whole regina wanted to see henry more emma said like no um outside of grammys i really like that scene because like you guys were saying i like how it showed regina's restraint 
but I definitely see Emma's side of things of she has not had any time to see Regina trying to be good other than when she saved her life, which I realize is a big thing. But, uh, like, everybody else in the town kind of saw her not use magic, saw her trying to be a decent person. Emma wasn't there for that. Um, mm. And the last thing Emma really saw of her was her poisoning Henry. That's true. And then um, the whole thing with the rat race happened. Anyway, um, so I thought that I kind of understood Emma's side of it, even though legally she has no power to do that. This is also not about Once Upon a Time, but you guys should watch the musical Twisted. It's a Star Kid musical. Star Kid, like, they write their own musicals. I don't know if you know about them. They're really amazing. You should watch the musical Twisted. It's like a mix of Wicked and Aladdin. So it's like the far side of the story. It is amazing. I don't know why I wrote that in my notes, but I did. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so tired. Okay, Emma's superpower. So I think that because Emma is like the product of true love, I think that she could have had the possibility to do magic in the real world. Mm. I think, um, I mean, like, I could agree with she that. comes into town, into Storybrooke, and things start happening. Like, uh, the clock moves. It hasn't moved in 28 years, and magically it starts working. And, like, same with, like, the cave-in thing. Like, I think she has some power, and it reacts weird in Storybrooke, obviously. But, yeah, I just always assumed that she was, always had, like, that kind of magic in her. These are great points. That's the end of this three minutes. Honestly? um, Yes. Yeah. I I don't know if it is specifically her truth telling. I mean, you know, lie whatever the I know the lies thing. I don't know if yeah. that's the superpower, but I do believe that there is magic inside of her that is like yeah. hot coals. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's yeah, not yeah, in yeah. flame, it's not on fire, but it's like it's simmering. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, there, there's definitely Being a pro- uh, there's no rules to this magic anyway. Let's <laughs> first true. of all, that's true. We need to play on the game level that they all play on which is yeah. it's a free for all 90% of the time so it's convenience yeah for the most part but Lucas th- is definitely right there is no. magic inside of Emma I agree I agree 100% the, just a, the, especially being that product of true love her very existence is in fact magical you know what I mean yes. like by nature so and this whole thing about Regina like Emma the separation of Emma and Snow from the town and then missing stuff and they're not being like the dynamics and stuff that they missed is it really does play into it in more ways than we talked about, uh, which they just kind of picked up where it left off. And I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't explicit when they came back, you know what I mean? Like, like nobody, like there wasn't a character who said something to the effect of you guys have been gone a long time and you missed a lot or anything. Like, yeah. You weren't reminded in the writing that the Regina Emma fight about Henry is always going to be the, I think one of the biggest gray areas in the show because at the end of the day, they're both moms. Yeah. And it's like an awkward situation because it's like the, do the laws of the, the natural laws of, you know, our world of 
adoption and all that stuff the bylaws behind all of that apply to they're like they're magical relationships you know what i mean so it's kind of yeah. hard but that was a good point because we're always talking about you know regina's a murderer she should not be allowed to see henry blah 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 and i don't agree with that because i do really think that she does mean well for henry but to lucas's point she did poison him with the apple turnover not on purpose not intentional yeah, but like yeah. you put your kid in harm's way in that moment it's like the uh every movie has that the hero or somebody who's not bad does a bad thing like turn yeah, and they I hit just, the girl i don't like it i don't I, like it i hate this reference but we just finished watching spider-man 3 which is one of the worst movies of all time um and like i have never seen a spider-man that's not toby mcguire spider-man did you see the third one though no i've only seen one and two it's terrible so he the whole third one is about venom not not the venom that we know with, the, with this new one, but like like and or the venom in the comic. There's a black Spider-Man where the the symbiote black thing comes from space and it infects Spider-Man, and the symbiote makes you bad. Like Maybe it I makes have you, it makes you like, like amplifies your own personality, right? So he's Spider-Man, so it made him like the bad version of Spider-Man, right? Which mm-hmm. every comic goes through at some point. And uh, the Tobey Maguire one is terrible. He starts like dancing in the street. He goes in and gets a black suit and he's got emo hair over his one eye. It's god awful. It's so- Even to this day, we just watched the other day. It's so hard to watch. It's terrible. He starts fin- like literally finger gunning nope. in the okay. street. It's a mess. Well, part of that thing is he gets really aggressive because of the power behind the sim- symbiote thing. And... Uh, he goes in with another girl to Mary Jane's like jazz club and starts dancing with her and doing all these crazy things to make her jealous. Terrible. Toby Maguire, how dare you? And the guys in the club try to kick him out and he beats up everybody in the club and she comes up behind him to tell him to stop and he hits her and knocks her over and that's what... Oh, it's Harper. Her. Come here, what's wrong? I try to drink water my... What? Wait, my cough's come back. I know, it's still there. It'll go away in a couple days, it's okay. Okay. That's why we're resting. <laughs> okay. You're so cute. Do you want to oh say gosh. hi to the pod? No. What's no. This? That's my medicine. <laughs> you go take yours. That was great. I, I was Wait, hoping what? that would end up at... Are you going to take it? Oh, cool. What kind is it? <laughs> Your fave. <laughs> I was hoping that was going to end. Yeah. Nope. And then just walk away. It was perfect. <laughs> it's not bubble gum. It's grape, you boo. It's sour. All right. <laughs> Newly, freshly recovering Harper Jane. Doing such a good job. Taking her medicine. Doing her thing. Oh, my goodness. So good. She's great. Ladies and gentlemen, Harper Jane. This is the first time that she's been sick and she can really articulate everything that's kind of going on with her body. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of wild to watch because before you're, it was a huge guessing game, you know, for the past three years. You're like, does her stomach hurt? Like, just throw it What is it? Nope, everything. She, my cough is here. I'm still coughing. I feel a little bit better. And I'm like, person <laughs> yeah like a real talking person that's crazy i don't think i'm ever gonna get over the fact that she's a real human being that she's not that's a baby okay. anymore 
<laughs> not even no, just like she's like real. Like she's just here and it's not like in your imaginary world. friend. And like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh what were we Who talking let me? about? Who let me be a mom? I don't know. But <laughs> Anyway, oh, we were talking about the bad symbiote. So he hits her and she falls down, right? He hits Mary Jane. And it's that moment of like, you let this aggression, like he wasn't paying attention, right? And obviously he didn't do that intentionally. He like, he wasn't paying attention, like swung around. Yeah. And she's on the floor and it like snapped him out of it. So there's a lot of moments in movies where the good guy does the bad thing. You know what I mean? And there's so, and, and yeah. Regina's not the good guy, but to say that she's like, that aggression has taken over. And, and there is allusions to her backstory that she was not born evil like a Korra. Well, there's some story. But like to that Lucas too, but. says, you just love Regina. Yeah. Well, she's yeah. so funny. She's beautiful. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's something you very. You just love her. There's something I love relatable, her so much. Relatable about the way that she, it, she doesn't feel like. Like a lot of like true villains, like you're like like a Maleficent, like a like Cora. I hate Cora. Yeah, you don't have anything you can. I think Barbara to. Hershey is, you know, an incredible actress, and the character is so well done. But, but I evil. hate her. They're like there's they're nothing like about true. her that I'm like, oh, rooting for Regina. Yeah. I'm like, yes, change, be good. Yeah, I don't care what happens to Cora. It's I same mean, with I Hook. Like, I love Hook so much, and he just wants well, to be the bad guy. He's like Sawyer. Yeah, he, maybe he's I have villain though. issues, but <laughs> I mean, I just love them. The uh, who is it? Um, well, there is going to be some some really good conversation pieces in future some future seasons. I'm thinking of some very specific villains where I'm like, oh man, is it? I know, be I know, I know. Friggin' great. Um, but anyway, uh, my mind is like fluttering away and I can't remember what I was going to say before. Anyway, so uh, since that just happened, I want to play this part of one of, just a small snippet of one of Lucas's other voicemails um, just because it's relevant. Feel free to like... No, doesn't matter. Um, I think, like, you were saying, like, if anybody complained about Harper being in it, you like, freaking out on them to watch the podcast. I have, like... I want you to record it during the day all the time because her contributions are my favorite part always. Well, there you go. You, you got your wish, Lucas. Uh, Lucas, you are doing. invited over for dinner any day of the week. <laughs> Bring your mom. You yeah. guys can go have dinner. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, part of that that voicemail uh, talks about <clears throat> a future season a future, a theme of a future season of Once Upon a Time, which I don't want to give away just yet, um, that some people are on, but some people are not. Uh, he was talking about his uh, friends and mom sitting down to watch it and having to stop and watch back from the beginning and how they all got into Once Upon a Time. Uh, so without giving away the future stuff, uh, we'll kind of leave that voicemail too. That was, we, we, we listened and appreciated it, but uh, in the essence of time, because we do have a, an additional Lucas voicemail at a future date that's in this list, we're going to move on to a different person so that we can get some more of these voicemails in before we move on. Um, so this one, oh, before I move on completely from that, uh, the, <laughs> the, the last one was about technology. We had, we, you and I were talking about being in a weird age and in the middle of the technology age, you know, where yeah. like we were alive for the analog stuff but like really grew up in the technology age uh and lucas is 
17 and saying that he remembers growing up with VHSs and DVDs, which is interesting because a lot of 17-year-olds that I talk to I am very don't. surprised by that because my sister-in-law is 17 and she did not. Yeah, right. So I, I think that's actually really awesome. And I think that's kind of an interesting split of the people who, like, I didn't, I wasn't alive in the that 60s when the Beatles were there. But that's what I'm saying, right? I know who Elvis and the Beatles were are. showing you VHS, well, I could not name a single Beatles song that said Yellow Submarine, but. But, um, like, I know I know that they're a thing. I like, know. I'm not like, are. who are the Beatles? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, it's like, like when people are like, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, like, what does that mean? Put right. some respect. That's what I'm saying. It's like the things that came before you are yeah. don't like just not matter. Like so, it. I don't think it's. There's that just weird. nothing like a good VHS, though. I mean, I agree a lot. Hitting that rewind button and then having to press play and it's right with tracking. <laughs> I love a good VHS. Uh, <laughs> but but specific. <laughs> let me just play this part because I because I it's just, this is a shorter one. Age of it. Um. So I'm 17 and I. Like remember growing up with VHSs and it's slowly turning more into DVDs. So now whenever I see like a TV show where kids my age or older um, like hold up a VHS or whatever, they are like, "What is this?" It makes me so mad because like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I hate, I hate that. That's yeah. Like that's older kids your age or older. Being like, I don't understand what this is, which is that's yeah, just okay. That's, I don't buy older. That's, that's you just, just a choice. To like, yeah, you're that's just, just but you're just being belligerent now. <laughs> I don't know. I am surprised by seventeen, right? Like, having a VHS, I think that's great. All but of this is to say I am that we applaud you, Lucas, for having good taste <laughs> and yeah. knowing what things are before you. Thank you for being young and still. Being it's able like to people keep are doing this parts. trend on TikTok right now because obviously I have to bring up a TikTok trend. Um. Where they're like playing songs from the early 2000s, like pop punk songs from the early 2000s, and they're like, they don't know it. And it's, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, I write sins, not tragedies. Right. And they'll be like, um, and I'm like, closing the goddamn door. What do you, it, poor groom's bride is a whore. What do you mean you don't know the lyrics to this song? Right. Like, my mom yeah. blocked that music video from YouTube on the computer because <laughs> she thought the devil was in it. You cannot tell me you don't know all the words to this song. Yeah, agreed. I agree 100%. Kids I'm today. right there with Lucas, you. you're excluded. Yeah, and the best. Uh, so let's move on to Cheyenne, uh, who has a message, which is funny because uh, it looks like, according to the transcription, I did listen to this, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, there is some conversations about being millennials and such in there as well. So let's listen to this one. All right, guys, so it's Cheyenne again. I just want to say, first and foremost, I am finally caught up 100%. I have done Woo! some heavy binging, just to let you all know. And it's wonderful. It's been great. I've loved every oh, second of it. That accent. Um, I wrote a few notes so I wouldn't forget, because I just wanted to do one message <laughs> um, instead of just leaving 7,000 messages, which I could have done, but whatever. Thank you. So I wanted to touch on you guys have, were mentioning like how y'all were millennials and I'm a millennial too and I fit in with you, Isla, because <laughs> I was born in 95. So I'm like hey. right there at the end. I'm 95 too. All. Y'all were talking about the whole telephone thing. I had a rotary phone growing up as well. So I understand the whole, you know, you pick the phone up, we put it to our ear. It, my nieces are 
in uh, middle school and high school right now, and I did this um, joke. I don't know. I think it might have been a trend on social media, but I don't even remember anymore. Um, I did a <laughs> joke with them, and I was like, pretend like you're picking a phone up and answer the phone, and they had their hand flat against their face, against their ear, and I just busted out laughing because I'm like, yeah, okay, well, holding? we're using our pinky and our thumb, putting it to our ear and mouth. I mean, that's what I do because that was a phone in our day, right? Yeah, was... Like, I'm not that old, but apparently I am. I don't know, but, yeah, we just, we had a weird childhood growing up. So I just wanted to say I related to that, and it's funny that you guys mentioned it. And I also wanted to mention that I do have music for everything as well. Like, anytime anybody says something that is anything Disney-related, it doesn't even have to be Disney-related. It can be anything-related. And I always have a song for it, like a song that went to a movie. I was also in show choir in high school. Hey. So, like, I was in the whole theater and, you know, <laughs> on stage. Cheyenne. Are, you know, singing. Are we so the same I, loved, I loved doing that. So, yeah, I just... I just wanted to say wow. that I agree with you and you guys aren't just tangenting for no reason because I'm right there with you. But, again, I am all caught up. Thank goodness. I am kind of sad that I am caught up because now I have to wait every freaking week. But it's okay because <laughs> I put my other podcast that I normally listen to on hold so that I could catch up for you guys. Oh so, I guess I Honor. do have something else to listen to, just not once upon a time. So, all right. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Wow, honored. honored. I feel like I just listened to myself talk. Right? That uh, was spooky. This did not age well <laughs> because then th- this is right when the episode started to like lag in time when they were released. Yeah, we saw Sorry, Cheyenne. Um, this would be this is a perfect time for you to be binging our show because we had so many weird gaps. And of course, oh, no. this is right when Cheyenne is just caught up. Uh, we promise we'll get better at it. But. Thank you so much. I'm so glad. I love hearing people that relate to us, like that that are like, because <laughs> we we always go on tangents and we're like, people hate us. People probably are like, why? Why? Yeah. Do this? And then every time we get some message like this, or someone's like, I was screaming on my radio and I totally related. And we're like, thank God, people like us because we I would really be so do think otherwise. though the phone thing was what really made me feel old and like an adult. Yeah, like this. you know, you have the that moment, the like. Where everything changes, where you think back and you're like, what was that moment for me? It was when I realized kids do this and I do this. Yeah. And I was like, you can't come back from that. Yeah. That's it. Like that shape. That's my holding something. That's my I walked uphill both ways in the snow barefoot to get to school. (laughs) That's mine. You youngins don't know how how good you have it. Yeah, that was mine. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Is that was that what the trend was just to tell someone to pick up a phone and see what they do? I feel like I remember um, that. Well, they did. Um, yeah, that was a trend where they were asking like little toddlers. But when Harper had her assessment a couple, like a couple months ago now, um, they put an old school like wooden phone in front of her, and they were like, "Oh, can you call Mickey Mouse?" Mm-hmm. And Harper was like, "No." <laughs> what is this? I don't know what I'm is, looking at. Is this a rock? And they were like, we don't think that that's actually a fair part of the assessment anymore because kids have truly no idea what that is. Wow. And as soon as the teacher was like, oh, it's a phone, you pick up, you dial, and you call, she got it immediately and did it. But they were like, yeah, we can't really you know, count that against kids anymore because that's just not their norm. Yeah. Why would they know what that is? Where, where would they have seen another one to be like, oh, I know what that is. Right. I mean? Mickey Mouse yeah. has a smartphone now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> call Text me Merry Christmas. Daisy Thank ducks on, you. Dex, Daisy ducks on stage, text messaging Donald <laughs> during Christmas time. 
<laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, kids watched that during Christmas two years ago. So, you know, against my will. I really, wow, Cheyenne. Oh, also, I, I know I mentioned it. I whispered it when you were talking, but you have a very beautiful accent. I yeah. do not shut up about accents ever. And I realize that that's probably super annoying, but like, it is like, I would now like to have a sweet tea with you on a porch. <laughs> we're big on we're big on accents here at uh, SBC headquarters. Yeah, I love them. I think that they're so interesting. In I a think very it's crazy that where way. you live can change the way that your voice just sounds. and it's small I don't too. Know. It's, you're not speaking a different language. It's just little tiny no, nuances. No, but as cool. soon it was like every last word of a sentence she said, mm-hmm. it like you, I could hear it, and I was like, oh, uh-huh. like yeah, no, that's great. And wow, uh, show choir! Oh my god, and show clearly choir you're like Midwestern or Southern. Did she say West Virginia? I don't remember. It's not in this one. It's, it was I know, but I'm one. pretty sure it's Cheyenne from West Virginia. Yeah. Those are big show choirs. I'm I'm probably mm. going to message you after this to talk about it. Because <laughs> I love to talk about the cult that is show choir. Hey, there we go. Got some <laughs> got some commonalities there. Uh, well, thank you for the voicemail contributions to Storybrooke Daily Mirror. We're not totally out of the woods yet. We're going to... We're going to continue this train while we can. Uh, we got three text messages I'm just going to get through real quick here. Uh, we got a, a mystery text last time uh, talking about Buffy and Jane Espenson being a writer. So a retext here. Hi, it's mystery text person. My name is Jill and I'm from upstate New York, capital region. And yes, there is nothing here that is accurate. <laughs> Uh, very happy to learn Mackie is a Buffy fan. Now it's her job to get Isla hooked. By the way, I literally watched all seasons, all six seasons of Lost for the first time thanks to this pod. You uh, emphasis uh, on the last part, though. Thanks am I, to this pod. Am, right. Am I the only Run person who Run us our check. Edward gets us and Adam Harlan. Right? I'll take my royalties. Thank you. Uh, am I the only person who is uncomfortably attracted to Ben Linus? <laughs> okay. We have addressed this. Unfortunately, Jill, yeah, um, you are. But... <laughs> At least out of the two of us, for sure. <laughs> we uh, do respect it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, no, I mean, I get it. It's it's all the people who are like, uh, who put all the memes up of like, who are you attracted to? Like the young hero? No, yeah, definitely not the scaly crocodile. Blah. They're talking about Rumpelstiltskin, like being right. attracted to Rumpelstiltskin instead of charming or any or Hook or anybody else. Uh, I get it. I mean, it's out there. You know, it's... I literally cannot judge you. I would end it all for Pete Davidson. So <laughs> it is what it is. But so wouldn't Kim Kardashian apparently. So oh, I went hey. far, so. <laughs> oh, the rim shot. I'm bringing the rim shot back because we. There's too many cases since I've I've deleted it that we needed a good rim shot <laughs> i can't believe you watched lost because you told us to watch we told you to watch lost we're on episode like three or four of season one and you went and watched all six seasons because of this part. <laughs> we haven't I respect. Even really gotten into it yet i respect so, the hustle i'm excited if you so choose to i don't even i don't know if you're on our patron list but if you so choose to at some point go listen to our lost content on there we'd love to hear what you have to say because i love because now that you've watched all six seasons actually it's it's better for you because that hatching up with lost show is all about watching it as if you know with the eyes of having seen the entire show so now that you've seen the whole show the stuff that we're spoiling and we're bringing in from the end and all the stuff you know all the, the gotchas and the reveals and everything yeah as, as, is probably going to be really fun for you anyway i should stop plugging the patreon <laughs> enough of that uh thank you jill uh so yeah we'll we'll uh, see you in the discord uh we've already had some some fun comments yeah there. 
Uh, let's see. So we have another repeat texter here. Megan from Oklahoma says... Oh, I got it pulled up. It, what? What did? I'm ready. I got it pulled up. Oh, thank you. You're following along? Yeah. Uh, I was really hoping Mackie would start listening to Gilmore Guys because it's so right up your alley. Not the first time that we've gotten that uh, particular podcast recommended to us. One of the hosts becomes a writer for The Good Place, and they are comedians. I didn't know that one of them was a Good Place writer, though. I know yeah. most of The Good Place writers, so I'm curious as to who it is. I don't know them personally. I just mean I, like, I'm aware of their names. Um, okay, it looked like I looked it up, and they have a June 2015 episode where they interview Jane Espenson, so I thought I'd let you know. Oh, we should go listen to that. Uh, anyway, I find myself arguing with you guys a lot while listening to Storybook Circus, but in a fun way, LOL. I want to pause this for a second. Oh, door-to-door service? Did you just get catering? No, you just gave me an empty Pepsi. <laughs> so um, marriage is great, guys. It's really going well over here. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Barch cars, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but I do want to pause there uh, to say I... This is kind of a, this is a huge compliment, I think. I find myself arguing with you guys a lot while listening to Starbucks Circus, but in a fun way. Um... This is supposed to start conversation. This is supposed to spark, you know, your own opinion on something. And it being different is, I think, what makes it interesting, what makes it vibrant. I think we've, a very, very small soapbox for a moment. I think we've forgotten how to healthy banter. Because of things like Twitter and social media, like people not have us taken... personally, because Mackie and I do it all the time. Oh no, but we do it all the time. But like social the media, world has in general, turned yeah. banter into something really poisonous and toxic because of the power behind how you can disarm someone without doing a lot of work. You can do it from your keyboard, from your couch, from your phone, anywhere. You could drink a cup of coffee and make someone want to kill themselves because of just some words that yeah. you say. It's really horrible. Um, and so banter has a really or and like a. a opposite opinions have a really really negative connotation now where you know twitter is just filled with people just arguing with each other and like arguments like like saying i find myself arguing with you guys and listening to starbucks i don't picture that same i hate you because of your opinions argument it's this i'm on the opposite i didn't view it that way i didn't that wasn't the experience that i brought to it so i you know i uh interacted with the media in a different way because we've gotten into conversations with people on discord where people have completely different ideas of a character or a moment like a lot of emma stuff a lot of jack stuff from lost a lot of people's intentions and how we read you know uh jefferson and regina's intentions and and a bunch of people talking about it in different ways make all of us see it in 360 where instead of you just seeing it in your point of view you get to and i say get to because it's not someone forcing their opinion on you you are you get to experience it from a, from a view you would have never experienced had you not got into that healthy conversation with someone else mm -hmm. so i know this is meant to just be a joke but I, I i love when people say i find myself arguing with you on the radio because that's what we want and we're not doing it so that we can make you mad we're doing it so that we can all have a conversation and that conversation mm -hmm. is not that's to, why we made the discord that's exactly why i made it and you that's know what? what discord is when you think of discourse it's yeah I don't it is no it is it, i mean it's 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 all about people it's not a group we didn't of people. make the show so everybody would agree with everything exactly. we said because lord knows none of you agree with anything we say so <laughs> <laughs> but we love you anyway and honestly the conversation because if you just agreed then you would just be like yep every single time and that'd be boring this would be a boring show yeah but because if, we say 
you learn new things. Like I have a different right. perspective when somebody else brings it up in a different light. Yeah, which I love. Because we're so damaged that, that um, <laughs> we just think of everything. Everything is trauma. Some everything trauma is traumatic. <laughs> so when somebody goes, Mackie and Isla, it's okay that Emma said this. And we're like, like, no, yeah. it's not. And then we're like, actually, it might be okay. <laughs> it might um, be okay. We're damaged. We're projecting. We, yeah, we, <laughs> we can we can admit that we're, we're, we're working through some stuff. Sorry, guys. So if you're yelling at us in the car, just know that that's okay with us. And that we're, you know, we're smiling back at you when you do it. Uh, so to continue, I look forward to hanging with you guys, as in quotes, which I also really love that you feel like you're hanging out with us while rewatching Once Upon a Time every week and we'll probably listen to your Hamilton episodes on Patreon soon because I don't have anyone else that would watch that with me so I'm looking forward to that thanks guys yay that's awesome we Hamilton's like our, a big thing for us and I'm really excited to do some more movie reviews once we get a few lost episodes out of the way uh, because those movie reviews are actually really fun because it's taking this same style of of breaking things down that we do now maybe not quite as intensely breaking it down but just a while watching a movie just the way i know the way that the two of us think about characters uh and putting that out to you guys and hearing what you think about it is just like a fun exercise just to mm-hmm. see how we agree or don't agree to to our point so thank you megan from oklahoma we appreciate that and uh now we have the last one um is from i just need a name i can read it i just need a name stephanie um, about episode 17 yes okay cool because this one, I can't see the date. Mackie has them all archived on his, so I can only see what's going on right now. So this is from Stephanie. I just finished episode 17. I got through 17 episodes in under two weeks with four kids. Wow. I got this. Um, wow. The, the, you got Real up every impressive. day with four kids, and that is enough for me. <laughs> anyway, I so appreciated Isla's comments about marriage not being 50-50. Why was that drilled into me? I have no idea. It was drilled into all of us. Yeah. But it's so not true. My husband and I both work full-time and have four children, two biologically together, and two bonus that live with us. He, fi- I love the term bonus kids, by the way. People have been using it lately on like, I really media, like that. And I love that term. Step out. Bonus in. It's such a um, like positive... Oh, it's a vibe. positive spin on it and i yeah. really like it like that yeah, like i don't know too. because yeah we gotta break that stigma it feels like um, a prize <laughs> yeah he farms i help run the local farmer's market oh my god that's amazing what a cute freaking life okay as well as i am actively involved in a local nonprofit. oh my god these people are okay, adorable Stephanie, i love this you're a saint. our kids do activities and we have weekly runs to take the kids to bio moms it's a lot of work to have a family with multiple schedules, a life, and not lose your mind. Yeah. I struggle with depression, and when I'm down, I'm down. You, there's yeah. a reason why this episode is delayed. He sometimes <laughs> has to give 80% while I only give 20%. Sometimes he has to work and go straight into farming when he comes home. There are days we don't even see him during harvest. During harvest. Oh, my gosh. So I'm giving 100% and running food into the fields. The fields. Stephanie, <laughs> marriage and raising a family is a lot of work. Snow and Charming have always been such a great example of hope and perseverance in my life. I know he isn't always the easiest character to love, but every time I rewatch the series, I take away the most from their relationship as a whole and the symbolism they represent. Just wanted to share. Bye. Oh, my God. Thank you, Stephanie. That's amazing. I agree. As much as Charming annoys me with his good guy self, them as a couple and together are perfect and un. Yeah. 
unbreakable to me. Like yeah. that is the be all Amazing end all balance. for me. How they run their relationship and how they run their marriage. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's a great. Well, like what she said, they are a great example. The, uh, she said of hope and perseverance, but I think that they're a great example of a very healthy marriage. Yeah, and which balance. you don't get to see a lot of on TV shows. It's kind of always very the. Much, yeah. It's always you know, um, like with Grey's Anatomy. You know, everybody always talks about Meredith Grey and Derek Shepard. Okay, Derek Shepard was married when they met. <laughs> like, it's not It's not great to, right. like, that's yeah. what you're built off of. They're built off of, like, genuine just, like, love for it. Like, it's they grew to love each love. other. Yeah, like, it's the most pure, like, so pure that it's magical. And I can, I can take away what happened in Storybrooke because that wasn't the real them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the infidelity and stuff. Their but, real relationship we were- is... True. It was hard to watch when we watched it. I mean, it was a curse. It, it had to be the worst right. version of it, right? It had to be, which but makes sense. They are, they are great. And I, I'm sorry, Stephanie, you are so inspiring. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like I, that. I. This is like you. the family of <laughs> America. Like you, like toil the fields, and you have kids oh who I'm God, sure work harvest. for you too. If you guys and are farmers, I know your kids oh are. Your kids are also going to be like grow up to be these like appreciative hardworking kids because i don't know a single kid who like worked in a farm who isn't like ha- or at least has a foundation of yes. worth right of like of of getting your hands dirty appreciating and, like, what you have and not taking anything for granted because you sh- clearly you don't because yeah. you're like i this no, is great and i'm like if somebody told me i had to go into a field i would not know what to do yeah I would lay yeah just i think that would just freak me out <laughs> And also, you finished 17 episodes in two weeks? Yeah, that's really, that's a lot. Were you listening? There aren't 17 days in two weeks. <laughs> our voice? The, also, break this down. She heard our voices that many times. Yeah, no, nonstop for two weeks with That's obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're For your ears, not for me. I love it, but like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're, we are a lot. Uh well, thank you. Thank you to everybody actually. Let's Oh just... wow. This is a good story of our daily mirror to come back to. You guys are just you you make us feel so good when we come back, regardless of whether it's been exactly the week or it's or even longer. We just every time we come back, we feel that warm, fuzzy feeling of knowing you guys are waiting for us. <laughs> and and you thank you for are... speaking out about mental health. It is very important and um Absolutely. for you and we relate. Um, in ways that we wish we didn't, but we do. So, so many ways, all the ways. Thank you. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and that is our storybook daily mirror. Oh my God, Lucas! Thank you. Bye, Lucas. <laughs> Bye. Great job. Uh, all right, so let's get into our our show. Let's get into our show pre-show. So uh, this is season two, episode fourteen, the highly anticipated Which episode, Manhattan. Though? Very, very exciting. Uh, character backstory here is Rumpelstiltskin. We're going to get into, um, in fact, is that the real backstory though? Well, it's it's one of the <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's not quite that, but it's. <laughs> I can't wait until we get into like the for real backstory. In fact, there is a deleted scene in this that I think I omitted. Yeah, I took it out because it's a deleted scene that was supposed to be included in Rumpel's backstory that they kicked way down the line to. Rumple's real backstory, if you know what I'm saying. Does when it pay that becomes off better relevant. later? Yeah. I think it's probably. deleted completely and it would have paid off later, but it it just it reveals too much, so I didn't even put it in here. So I'm like, just okay. in case, I don't want there to be any spoilers anyway. If when that future season comes, it's gonna be great because it's one of my favorites. Uh, it's actually really soon. 
It's probably next season, actually, as now I've been thinking about it. Uh, the air date was February 17th, 2013, written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. I need to pause for a second because I forgot some parts of the stuff that I uh, I skipped of Lucas's voicemail went back to say uh, the right, is it, wait, wait, oh, sorry for a second. Let me just make sure I'm not putting my foot in my mouth. Uh, no, it's sorry. It's not a, it's not a past one. It's a, it's a future voicemail, but it talks about writing consistencies and we'll get into it when we actually do the voicemail probably next week. Um, but it was, uh, regarding horrible scenes that we were annoyed with in the jail, uh, mm. of everybody being like, Oh, it's my fault. No, it's my fault. No, it's my fault. And it was like really, really terrible. <clears throat> and how Lucas found the pattern that that episode was written by Edward and Adam, <laughs> which was really funny. <laughs> so, so I'm curious as to maybe whether or not it's them. <laughs> great executive producers, great visionaries, great inspiring, you know, leaders. Maybe but getting not good it writers. on the paper. Maybe not good writers. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I can't prove we'll that. See. But it'll be interesting just to watch this episode with that in mind. Are there some stuff that just doesn't quite fit? This would have been the third time now that it's them. So let's just, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because we love them and what they stand for and everything that they've, they've created this show. And this show is amazing, obviously. And they have plenty of good attributes, but maybe writing's not one of them. Uh, so it was directed by Dean White. OG, Dean White. Love him. Can't wait. There's a future voicemail coming in about uh, our semantics around OG and saying original OG. It's going to be great. <laughs> we got made fun of, but it's fine. That's fine. Uh, but Dean White, our, our, one of our OG directors from uh, season one, responsible for... Deany. He is responsible for the love for the, that for is... Possibly the relationship of, <laughs> of Josh Dallas and getting good. Uh, 7.08 million was last week. This one is 7.61. Small increase. Not quite the luster that it used to be, but at least progress is progress. The synopsis here is while Mr. Gold, Emma, and Henry go in search of Gold Sun Bay in New York, Cora, Regina, and Hook attempt to track down, right, attempt to track down one of Rumpelstiltskin's most treasured possessions. We don't know what that is. I, it's um, obviously the dagger. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, in the fairy tale land that was, I hate you, uh, Rumpelstiltskin realizes his destiny while fighting in the ogre wars. So <laughs> this is part of the Rumpelstiltskin backstory: is him getting you know into the into the ogre wars. I don't I don't remember if this is. I believe this is pre Dark One stuff that we get further into his back. You know. Mm -hmm. and why he's so afraid of the ogre wars and stuff which is really kind of i like that while mr gold of the present day is trying to find his past mr rumpelstiltskin of the past is you know kind of in in antics just so this whole thing is really developing up the rumpelstiltskin character more than the things that we are now assuming based on that character because Rumpel right. rumple is a pretty complex character much like regina where you can make a lot of assumptions based on what we are being told and then realizing that we haven't been told the whole story yet. So now we got to unwrap assumptions that we know now that maybe aren't true, or maybe we are packaged in a different way. You know, like Regina being purely evil just turned out that that wasn't a thing, you know, <laughs> even though she did bad things, we had to kind of realign how we viewed that. So probably the same kind of thing with Rumble. So now we get into our production notes, production notes, uh, production notes uh, 
random collection of things that we found in the wiki uh, that are involving how the episode was shot and some observations and some behind the scenes things and so on. And so forth. What a way to describe the section of the show. A, I, words <laughs> were just coming in one at a time for no reason. <laughs> Somebody was asleep at the door on that one up, up in the brain cavity. Uh, so we start production notes with a deleted scene. Not the deleted scene that I've removed, but this is the other deleted scene. It was called uh, Town shoot what was it called town troubles town issues town issues uh so as david and mary margaret are putting away dishes ruby enters the loft she informs that greg met as we recall before i continue ruby had that really awkward moment with greg where she's like you should leave you know <laughs> she was like yeah. getting all in his face so ruby enters the loft and informs them that greg mandel should be discharged in the next few days and should be leaving something she will ensure will happen seems like a weird thing to give ruby like now all of a sudden she's so aggressive about out. It, it just it i think undoes some of her benevolence and her you know her soft kind of she wouldn't nature. be just bumbling about it it feels a little bit overly aggressive for her i mean yeah. I know they're all scared but i would give that to a different character ruby seems yeah to be the she's one... like bashing in the door down this would be like a leroy thing right and i would expect ruby to, ruby to be like he's still a human being we should treat him kindly even though we need him to leave or yeah. something like that um, as they begin to, which I mean, for all we know, that's maybe why they deleted it. Uh, as they begin to discuss the urgency of getting rid of Greg, notably if he runs into Hook or Cora, that was another concern of theirs, right? That if he ran into the really crazy magical people who don't care about concealing the town, um, Mary Margaret receives a phone call from Emma. So David and Ruby leave the apartment. That was the end of the deleted scene. So I, I wanted to read that because I kind of want to know where that. I want to see if we can figure out where that lands, where yeah, that where would have slotted fall. in. Yeah. Uh, would you like to continue? Yeah. So the going? title card this week features the New York City skyline. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to go to a new place. I'm really upset that I didn't uh, grab the sound effect for, like Jay-Z, like New York stuff, like with Alicia Keys. I could just play that yeah. in the background. Thanks, <laughs> but that's okay. It's fine. Uh, this is the first episode to credit uh, Colin O'Donoghue, who plays Hook, uh, as a starring cast member. Oh, he's here. He's here so, to stay. Not a guest star anymore. I'm assuming just as part of the cast, which means he got a promotion right in the middle. It's it's interesting that they do those in the middle of the season. This is season episode 14 of 20 whatever three or four that he would just be bumped in. But yeah, there he is. Hook is Hook is here to stay. And then we have an observation. Regina confirms people who are not given an alternate identity by the Dark Curse will not be affected by crossing the town line. This statement also confirms Mr. Gold was given false memories by the curse since he needed a potion to keep his enchanted forest memories intact. Uh, the good I place- am so confused by this. So David is David. Does that mean he keeps his memories? Uh, no, it's saying people who were not given an alternate an alternate identity don't get it yeah but was david given an alternate identity he's always been david david is his real name we established that last david is his real name but he but he was given an identity of someone so who are we talking about then i think we're so cora so i guess hook and cora emma regina right so she's Henry, Regina's probably talking about herself, but that would explain why Henry and Emma can freely come and go because they are not a part of yeah what the curse is. The curse isn't affecting them. I don't get Mr. Gold was given false memories by the curse since he needed a potion to keep his enchanted forest memories intact. So Mr. Gold, remember when they said Emma's name, he remembered everything again? Yeah. 
so he so he was given false memories by the curse so he that's why he needed a totem when he crossed the line and oh you know what that would also probably explain why when he took the scarf off he didn't immediately go back because he's kind of a hybrid right because he he snapped out yes. of the memories inside the yeah curse. he kind of made a little russian doll thing going on yeah so i think this i it's interesting that it says that she confirms it but it doesn't say the line that she said so maybe we'll we'll figure out and get more what she, what she says yeah i guess she also confirmed that leaving storybook will result in the loss of magic regardless of whether the person keeps their memories which we learned with gold, with gold still yeah. interesting though that the scarf still possesses magic enough to keep him oh, with his memories so that's yeah. interesting but there's still a magical the element in that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, we got some on-screen numbers. Uh, there's an apartment number that we're going to encounter um, that is 407. It it just said these are numbers. Four is a lost number, but seven is not. 407 is not. But 407 is the area code for Bay Lake in Florida, which is since this is an ABC show, I don't know if they were doing like a Disney thing. Yeah, as interesting. I mean, it, it's kind of obscure. <laughs> not really that relevant, but that was the only thing uh, I think I'm of. deep into Taylor Swift theories on TikTok, so nothing is too obscure. Right now. <laughs> that's um, fair enough. Not even a little bit. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. When well, Emma asked Mr. Gold if he recognizes any of the names of the people living in Neil's apartment building, Mr. Gold says that the names are what he traffics in. What? This is a reference to the Rumpelstiltskin fairy tale where the titular character consents to give his claim on the Miller's daughter unborn child if she can guess his name within three days. Yeah, so it's just a reference can you, to like Rumpelstiltskin um, the character. Yeah, can you can you uh, translate that? Because I don't know what I just read. So, I mean, him, it's just another reference for Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin the character, the whole thing behind him is about like names being the most important thing name of your firstborn child and his name like not saying his own name in the fairy tale yeah. right? or guessing okay. his name so like that names are his thing so i think this is just like a hat tip to names are my thing <laughs> you know okay yeah thank you uh we have a pause and read a boring one that's <laughs> rumpelstiltskin's <laughs> draft notice it says justus et fidelis which is latin for just and faithful which doesn't i mean i guess it's interesting in the depending on the context just and faithful seems to be opposite things that rumple like he, he's more vengeance and selfishness than, than just and faithful yeah so maybe that's like a tongue-in-cheek uh you know juxtaposition of some kind or whatever but whoever paused and read that thanks i guess <laughs> giving us that on the wiki and we have our favorite section to end out production notes two very very quick pieces of brand info regina is wearing a theory red basic silk blouse in crimson unfortunately no longer available i would bet there's nothing basic about it <laughs> mary margaret is wearing... <laughs> that's my rim shot mary margaret is wearing a surface-to-air iced blue chunky ginger sweater. Also, no longer available. That sounds like... I feel like I'm going to love this sweater. I feel like it's. it sounds like something that you fly into a war zone. No <laughs> way. To air, when you hear chunky blue, sweater... That's true. Chunky ginger moves. sweater. It ended really well. Chunky ginger sweater is definitely where it's at. Bless you. Uh, and that's production notes. production notes. So uh, one of the last segments that we do before we get into watching the episode has to do with Edward and Adam 
uh, and their previous gig working as executive producers on Lost, and they've hidden a bunch of Easter eggs in all of the Once Upon a Time episodes in this episode. Uh, sorry, I'm doing this all out of order. The, the segment is called What's in the Hatch? We play the Hatch Lost sound anytime we find these. There's, there's one in this episode, uh, the number 23, which is one of the Lost numbers. It's seen in the bar. There's a bar where Neil and Emma are talking. And 23 is uh, the fifth of the famous lost numbers. So I don't, I want to know where it's seen. <laughs> but just as the number 23 can be seen in the bar, I'm like, can there's a million seen. places anywhere. <laughs> is it a clock? Is it in the menu? Is that like, how much the bill was? Yeah, like, like, I, I guess. What does that mean? That'll be a fun one to like pull out. This is not the quote. I'll pull <gasps> that out. Uh, some features, some, some watch party features. It's watch party time. So we have. I didn't hit the button. Uh, our drinking game bell, if you'd like to participate in our Once Upon a Time drinking game that we make up on the spot, um, you can drink uh, a beverage of your choice. And if you don't want to drink, then snack on a little snacky during your, your watch. You can do whatever you want. But when we ring the bell, that is our, our drink moment. Uh, random things like people using magic and people saying certain phrases, etc. cetera. Uh, we have the sound of that, which is me playing and pausing the episode so if you hear that then you know that i'm doing that and you can maybe sync your own watch up to it or just know that we are stopping it and starting so that you're not confused when we talk over stuff uh speaking of which we have a very familiar voice of the podcast friend of the pod yeah it's rewind time mr will smith uh telling us that it's rewind time so that we can rewind and investigate something a little bit closer uh so i think that's it isn't that it well pretty much it we need to figure out what the big drink moment is okay so the biggest drink moment of the episode of the watch is uh when the title of the episode is referenced in the episode so (laughs) this is annoying because it's referenced uh it's not referenced by name it's like referenced it's referenced, but they don't actually say the oh word. Oh my gosh. So they must say, the city's so nice, they named it twice. They I'm going to go get me a slice. <laughs> they didn't even try. Sabaro pizza. So here, I, I know this t- text is too small for you to see. Uh, yeah. So here's the, the, the actual moment. It says, I came here. Here is an italics. I came here to this city without magic. That is the reference to Manhattan, which is annoying. But who's your guesses on who says it? Rumpel. All right, Rumple. Guesses are in. Everybody, Mr. Gold, technically. Shout your guesses. I mean, obviously, it has to be him because he's getting into the city. It doesn't matter. Shout him out right now in your car. Cool. Don't freak anybody out, especially your kids. Great. Uh, So now we get to watch the episode. Um, We're going to say bye to YouTube temporarily. Goodbye. Well, not temporarily. Goodbye to YouTube, but we're going to continue. Goodbye forever. (laughs) goodbye forever never to be seen again but we'll continue taping video in the hopes that we will maybe be able to get a video version of the podcast out eventually so uh yeah uh but now we will watch uh episode two what is this that's season sorry season two episode 14 i think i got that right uh manhattan (laughs) eventually when I when I choose the right season, <laughs> and I click the right episode. <laughs> All right, here we go. Pre-
Previously on Once Upon a Time. I was in an accident. You're not going to believe what I saw. If I own that dagger, I control the dark one. Don't break our deal! I have to! You remember that favor you owe me, Miss Swan? I'm cashing it in. I need to find my son. Good. Make out. The plane really, noise. That felt lost level chaotic, which I love. Yeah. Hey, look, Mila. Oh, you learn quickly. I have a good teacher. <laughs> Oh, they like each other. This is, yeah, this is clearly their, this is early in their relationship, right? Did I previously mention um, Rachel Shelley as Mila? I don't know if we've ever talked about her. We yeah, we have. talked about her when, um, during the Hook episode. Okay. Did I talk about how I love her from the L word? Because she's amazing. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. So uh, she plays, oh God, what's her name? Uh, Helena, Helena Peabody. Uh, she's the main character on the L word. She, she's like a rich philanthropist who comes in and like steals one of the girls oh. <laughs> the l word is lesbian by the way in case you're wondering what the l word is <laughs> uh, it's a showtime show from like god 10 years ago oh yeah you told me to watch it because when i watched sex life what's her name was from it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was from 2005 so um uh, the l word was one of the i actually worked on this show when i worked it's for back. showtime this was one i know yeah i mean it's it's been up and down they, they've made it's like the real world where they make like real versions of the mm. show of like the culture and they they bring it back yeah. and do whatever um but yeah she is absolutely amazing in that show so every time i see her in this i'm just like i just see her and she uses her because she's from england she's from uh swin swindon wiltshire wiltshire probably, oh. uh in england and she uses her real accent on the L word and obviously she's using it here because it makes a lot of sense here but I just I literally just see Helena in my head and she's a just outstanding actress she's also stupid gorgeous so uh just a little shout out to to Rachel Shelley who's amazing anyway we continue what is it what brings you home so early Mila <laughs> my weaving days are behind us I've been called to the front oh this is when he got called to the war Wow, and he's excited about it. Yeah. The Hocus War. I report for training in the morning. <laughs> it's no. kind of cute. I'm <laughs> excited to I've defend this country. I've the front. It's a brutal place. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I, I can't say that I, I wouldn't be frightened. Okay, and the fact that she hated him for But this is a chance I've been this. waiting for. I know. All my life. She sucks. <laughs> no. I've lived under the shadow of my father's actions for too long now. Just because your father was a coward, it doesn't mean you are. Okay, the deleted scene was a scene with him and his father. That's what I can say oh, about it. Oh, okay. Which I understand now that they're doing this, why they would have put it in there, and I also understand why they took it out. Because, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but it, it was basically... I can say what they're insinuating here, and based on the deleted scene, is that his father, much like he did to Bay, left him. That's really yeah. the, the most important part about that. And that's what she's referencing of him being a coward and right. And the circumstances under which she left him. I think the continuity, it would have conflicted with the continuity later in the show, which is why right. it was removed. But they're just saying this, this very common trope that you are your father's son, right? The sins mm -hmm. of the father continue through, through the generations that you do to your children, what your parents did to you. And that same thing happened. He, he ended up being a coward, right? Who left Bay for cowardly yeah. reasons, or even though it was a little twisted, father did the same thing. No, no. As to you, but to the world, fighting in this war finally gives me the chance to prove that to everyone else. He's so proud. 
brave. Fight honorably. Oh, God, I love you. I love you, too. When you return, we can start living the life we've always dreamed also, of. Also, no care, obviously, yet. We can have a family. And we're in New York. Ah, New York. Ah, uh, home. This feels good. There's gold stepping out of that taxi. Manhattan must be a trip for this guy. Like, of all places know, out of right? Storybrooke, like, New York is just a, a whole, it's, it's a separate it's thing. the right place? Yes, it is. How Let is me guess, he's not expecting you. Well, who doesn't love a surprise? Ah, <laughs> oh, I miss home so much. Hey, look, oh, it's New York. Oh, New York. That skyline, lovely. New York. It's my home. I miss it so much. What is it, sweetie? 108. Well, it's call that a hatch. Emma left town with gold and she took him with her. And you didn't stop them? I didn't know until after they'd gone. I'm sure he's safe. And as soon as gold's done, Henry will be back. But not with me. Back? From where? Where's Robert Stuskin gone? I don't oh. know. Well, if he's left town, then he's powerless. He can be killed. The moment either of us leave, we lose our magic and our advantage. Your memories? None of us were victims of the curse. Ah! So, yeah, it was those three. Aha! <laughs> uh, I also want to point out, can we talk about the fact that Barbara Hershey is currently 73 years old? Which means at the time of this taping, she was 63 years old. Looking like that. 63. Yeah. Looking like she's a couple Phenomenal. years older than Lana. <laughs> like, looks so good. Yeah. Hair looks amazing. Like, I mean, she looks older, but she looks like classy older. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, not, like, she looks great. Certainly not There is 63. nothing wrong with looking older. Oh, yeah. No. Like, you know that, what I like, mean? Like, like you don't always older. have to look 24. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for normalizing that. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. it's It needs to come back. I'm I very agree. big on it. But Me too. Me too. Yeah, soapbox. Not getting up my I mean, box. that's coming from us. We both look like we're 21. So. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about memories, it's about magic. Well, I don't need magic. I'll go after him alone. Even if you could find him, do you really think you can just walk up to him and stab him in the heart with your sword? Well, I prefer my hook, but I can't find that now. You're not going anywhere. I deserve my vengeance. Right. Dang, Lana. Lana. And with the Dark One gone, we can search for the one magical item that can actually kill him here. His dagger. Thank you for letting us know. Jane Espenson, consulting producer. Uh, no bell fire. Yeah, that probably wouldn't fly as an alias. <laughs> the magic globe didn't give you an apartment number? It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Your magic globe. Do any of these names mean anything to you? Well, names are what I traffic in. Oh gosh, this not. is going to be so much. I know. Here's your boy. 407. <laughs> it could just it be just says 407. You might traffic in names and magic, but I traffic in finding people who don't want to be found. And those sort of folks don't like to advertise their whereabouts. That's true. She's a Bales Bonds woman, person, whatever. Oh, by the way. UPS uh, package for 407. <laughs> she claims to be a UPS package, which is such a New York thing to do. Got a package for you. Um... A, lot, a bunch of the names on that thing were like random Grateful Dead people and because Edward and Kitsis and Adam or Edward Kitsis loves Grateful Dead and some people from the crew, like people's names on the apartment list were propped in from oh. random people. None of, none of them were particularly interesting, so I didn't put them in the production notes. That's but, cute, you know, though. Yeah, it's like a place where you can stick in some cool references of people's kids and whatever. Oh, seven. 
Maybe you should have said FedEx. <laughs> She's running. But she's that good. That she, like this is her superpower that she can tell when people are like running. That, that favor you owe me. This is it. Oh, we have Get to pause. Get him to talk to me. I, Pausing. I can't run. Come here. Good night. Uh, uh night, night time. <laughs> Give me hugs. <laughs> Come here. Good night, my love. Oh. <laughs> Aww. I love you. Good night. Harper's like staring me down right now for those of you who can't see in the audio. <laughs> I love you so much. I see you. I love you. Oh yeah. Love you more. Oh yeah more. I love you more. Oh yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the cutest moment. A mother saying goodnight to her child. <laughs> and it stays on the air because we want to show uh, and broadcast love. That's why. <laughs> love so. is love. <laughs> love is love. Sorry, right. can we Will Smith that so I can oh, get the full yeah. effect of this? Yeah. It's rewind time. Absolutely. Uh, he's running. Yes, package for 407. Maybe you should have said FedEx. <laughs> Henry and his sarcasm. He's running. And like, how did she hear that? Right? There's so many noises in New York. <laughs> She's like, that one. That, that favor you owe me. This is it. Get him to talk to me. I, I can't run. Watch Henry. I'll be back. And like, this is her shit. Yeah, yeah. This is this is her. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. this is her job. Also, that's the Flatiron Building. So they're in Soho, which means they're in downtown Manhattan. Ah, she's doing the old cut him off of the pass. Boing! It's a good move. That was a great move. This is a great, well shot. Dean oh White. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No. Dean White, director. No, she it's says. Neil? Neil Cassidy. <laughs> I'm so glad we're recording video. I knew because... it was happening, and yet for some reason, my heart was like, hold on, we're going to let you do it for the first time again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so this is, I love that we have no answers. We have only questions. I have but, goosebumps right yeah, now. But it's, but like she got the guy in the scene. The, one of the best moments of a show is when you, it, this misdirection thing, right? You think it's one thing and then they bring back somebody from the past or bring back some whatever. We already knew Neil was in Manhattan because of the first episode. Well, we, we saw a mystery man in the first episode. We didn't know who he was. We saw his face. Then we learned who the mystery man was, was Neil. They went into Emma's whole backstory. And then, and this is why I wasn't making a big deal out about it because, well, we'll just keep going. But like, Manhattan, you you kept bringing up Manhattan's the only other place we even talk about other than Boston. I don't even think we've I seen know, Boston. But I think if this just the being the reveal, her finding out that's who it is is just too good. But I don't that, care if you told me every episode Neil is Bay, Neil is Bay, Neil is Bay. I would I would still have when she said no. Yeah, and then you just, look up and it's him. It's just that they're chasing the same person. Even it's this just is like perfect incredible. TV to me. But like the fact that. 
like he was going to Manhattan and they set this whole thing up in the beginning that he like the one person that we care about who's in Manhattan is this one guy who already had this backstory. You can see that they were kind of converging the two lines, which is really and it's still even though you can see it coming. That's really the impressive part is seeing it coming and it still has the impact still. Right. You know, I don't understand. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? Yeah. I'm not answering anything until you tell me the truth. When was the last time you saw each other? The gold son? What are you talking about? Who's gold? You played me. You're from there. You played me. Oh, now she's so upset. He played me. You both played me. You and gold. Slow down. Slow down. What are you talking about? Who's gold? Your father. Rumpelstiltskin. He's here. Why else would I be in New York? You brought him to me? Why would hey, you do that? I am the only one allowed to be angry here. <laughs> this is Did so you much. know who I was, where I was from the whole time? Was this just some sort of sick, twisted plan? Did, did, did you even care about me at all? Emma, I want to know. I want the truth of all of it. Fine. We, we got to get off the street. We can't do it here. We're out in the open. I, I spent a lifetime running for that man. I'm not going to let him catch me. There's a bar down the street. We can talk there. I am not drinking with you. Whatever you're gonna tell me, tell me now. No, bar's better. Don't worry, you can keep yelling at me when we get there. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love the angle of <laughs> Don't worry. She just shook the anger up. Um, I love nothing more than when a guy submits to a, a, a verbal beating by a woman and he just relaxes himself into it. There's always something really funny about like, don't worry, you can keep yelling at me. I'm going to go over here and do whatever. Like, there's something really, and I feel like knowing that like, that's just going to be what it is. You know, you don't fight it is something very, I don't know. There's something really poetic about like, it's the uh, fact that he knows he's wrong. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, Admitting that the that the woman that's is not. Right. I'm yeah. dismissing your feelings. No, it's, no, no. I, I can't get away from fully it. Fully deserve yeah, yeah. this. It's going yeah, yeah. to happen. We're letting yeah. it happen. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what that is to me. But it's it's so sort of comedic in in a way. I'm just like you got to just go. You got to work through it. Um, but this is yeah. Emma is just huge. shattered my heart into a million pieces. I'm in tears right now. And it's funny because you're like, wait, how could that be a thing? We're we're as viewers thinking, how could that be a thing? And I like the way that this is written, actually, in that she immediately, immediately brought up a bunch of questions you probably weren't thinking about. Because No, if, but if I was Emma, those would be my exactly. first questions. If these things that we are concerned with, oh, how could you be his son? How could you be this and whatever are true? That means these other things was neil a part of a conspiracy was it really just to get back at emma was it really a regina thing well like there's all these possibilities now that but she's emma all is considering thinking, at once is the only person that i think has ever maybe actually yeah. loved me a lot making was it, it up like, or a part of the plan yeah yeah was that fake and that and that turns into that trope where you you get somebody who has to go in and do a plan and then deviates from the plan in some way and that they really fall in love with the person them the mark right yeah. and and like that like part of it part of it is real but part of it was a plan and like you can't tell between the two and the person who's the victim just mad at you chloe for both, decker you know? went through this whole thing in lucifer oh um because she found out that god like sent time out a I, need to, I need to come back and watch it so I'm oh that's gonna... like oh shit oh my god never mind yeah. but yeah she has the same yet. chloe has the same moment that emma is having right now Okay. And it is 
it was weird how closely paralleled that was because it was almost identical. I feel like maybe we'll do like a free form talk about Lucifer once I get through the end of every season because I want to hear I your could do a, about it. I, I could talk about Lucifer all day. So yes, I am on board with that right now. I'm like we literally just bonus. That. If anybody's interested in Lucifer out there, we'll just throw it out there as bonus content and just be like, explain. Okay, season one, explain. I'll do it <laughs> for myself because I want to talk about it. I just I need I need someone else to talk to you about it because I I yeah. love the show and it's so juicy and so much. What so I should have done was sign on to Discord with you uh, and like recorded when I finished the Good Place. That's what I should have done. Oh, I should have like immediately. That would have been my a smart thing to do. I've always wanted to, the the only show I wanted to do a podcast about more than Once Upon a Time was the Good Place because there's just so much good stuff to talk about. Maybe one day in our future lives. Anyway, um. For, for now, let's continue with the ones we want to talk. Well, in a couple so, of years, we'll have a lot more time. Um, hey, that's it'll true. Be, it'll be easier. Yeah, it'll be. Anyway, press play. Much more convenient. Uh, Emma's really good at catching people. Henry's right. He's also holding a delicious hot dog. No. Well, my son's been running away for a long time now. Oh, I could go for a New York hot dog. Right I'm now. saying. No, from like a cart? He's equally <laughs> adept yeah, from like a fucking cart. Well, at least Ooh, we found that him. That shit would slap. Right? <laughs> at least we found him, Henry. He's being oh, so positive. Oh, and uh, thanks for the hot dog. I forgot. You are quite welcome. And thank you. For what? Well, if it wasn't for you bringing Emma to Storybrooke... I love their relationship. None of this would have come to pass. Yeah. You are a remarkable young man. (gasps) You know, I forgave her. Emma. For giving me up. She thought it was the best for me then. That's why she did it. I'm sure your son will get it too. Alas, the circumstances surrounding our separation weren't quite so noble. I love that he he uses so many more extra gigantic words than he needs to. I love that Gold never talks down to Henry. He doesn't. He He never dumbs down his speech at all. He literally says, you will know what I'm talking about. And that's why I love them so much, because it's not adult and kid. It is like two equals walking down. Right. Gold did not have to throw him that bone. You are the reason why this all, especially somebody like Gold, who is Rumpel, you know what I mean? All about themselves all the time. To give somebody the satisfaction of being partially responsible for all of this is probably a lot for him. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. He doesn't really break down like that unless it's with, like, Belle. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose... This is not the right time to talk about it, but there's a lot more I know, things I know. to talk I, about. <laughs> I'm being really, really quiet about my there true feelings so about this many, right now, but um, we have a lot more to unpack is, before we get there. So. If all this stuff is true, that means a lot of other things are true, which we are just like... <laughs> We're tiptoeing right now, so... So is the show, though. Back, the right? show really yes. is. It's, it's being very it is. slow. Then that's all that matters. I'm loving how this episode is laid out. Well, what do yeah, you want to know? So far, so good. I mean, you want the truth? Ask away. Is this a very quiet bar? Was, we met? <laughs> if I had, I wouldn't have gone near you. Come on. Come on, come on. What? I was in hiding. I came here to get away from all that crap. So if you didn't know, then you were just using me. You just needed someone to take the fall for all the watches that you stole. I wasn't using you. When we met, I didn't know. I found out. Mm. Why? When? How? August. Oh, yeah. How? When I went to sell the watches, 
went into a friend of yours. August. When you see what I have in here, you're gonna listen. You're gonna believe every word I say. Yeah, right. August fighting for MVP right now. <laughs> Just by showing up. <laughs> yeah. He's not even in the episode. Oh, and for those not watching, <laughs> August showed Neil in the past a typewriter and it said, I know your bill fire. Yeah. Which I don't think they showed us in that actual episode. No, they did not. I think that he just like revealed it and then put it away and then he was like, oh, and then he like knew, but I don't think they actually, so. He showed us what it said. And of course, they can't show that to us because we didn't know yet. Mm-hmm. So, so think about that misdirection is that they showed him a thing and we were like, ooh, what does it say? We don't know. And now knowing that what it said was, I know your bail fire of all yeah. things. That's a cr- Can you imagine if they had just <laughs> dropped it then? They were just like, I know your bail fire. We would be like, hold up. Everything stop. What? <laughs> all right. So let's go back a little bit. There's a lot here. I know your bail fire. Okay. And let me go to prison because Pinocchio told you to? That's hilarious. Because <laughs> Pinocchio told you. Such a fair. I loved right you. Now. She said I, I loved was, you. Uh, just trying, I was trying to help you. By letting me go to jail. By getting he doesn't home. even know, does he? Nope. He's probably about oh, to. Oh my god. Are you telling me that us meeting was a coincidence? Yeah, that's all. Because how the crazy. hell did that happen? If it wasn't in your plan or your father's. Me. This is a this Think is a scripted it. TV show, Isla. This is not you an wanted actual you to break the curse. <laughs> Us meeting that could have stopped it. Maybe it was fate. You believe in that? Okay, so hold on. Us meeting. He wanted you to break the curse. Us meeting that would have stopped it. Now let's put a couple things together here. Rumple's entire plan since the moment he left, or Balefire got sucked into the the magic bean portal, was to get him back. He orchestrated this. He found Regina. Actually, something else happened first that we haven't gotten into. We'll get into in a future season, a backstory of a character. That's really important. Then he found Regina, who he then trained to be so angry and so power hungry and so, right? He manipulated her knowing that at some point her uh, vengeance, wanting vengeance against Snow would be so great that she would be willing to destroy an entire land for it and what the only thing remember we saw some of his backstory of him just trying to get out of this land somehow portals whatever he knew he knew and found out that a dark curse could get them transported to the specific land he wanted to go to which is the land without magic which is the same place that bail got sent to so he needed to get there somehow he transported the whole of the enchanted forest to the land without magic so that he could be in the same land that they were in but he knew that the consequence of the curse being the thing that transported them was that they were all going to be trapped so he made a back door for himself so that he could remember everything he made a back door for himself so that regina would always have to listen to him by saying please and whatever if i said pretty please right then he made an arrangement so that he could get the curse broken which we haven't talked about yet but we'll get to in a future episode which is a fantastic reveal of Emma breaking the curse, this is part of it, right? So, like, Pinocchio... Well, Pinocchio also wanted to break the curse as well because he knew that Emma was born the savior and she was not being remembered because he got sent through the tree. Yeah. So, like, she's going to be the one to save the town. So he needed the curse broken. And Rumple needed to get 
out of the land without magic so that he could find his son. So everybody is, go- is needs Emma to do this thing, right? Which is what we talked about when Pinocchio revealed himself to her, that everybody needs her to save everything, right? So Pinocchio, knowing that Neil could sidetrack her from breaking the curse, stepped in to make sure that she ended up in a place where she could eventually make her way back to Storybrooke so that she could eventually break the curse, where they're just stuck in a time loop forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot to put together. And by the way, I did read in the production notes and stuff that all of this stuff that we're talking about, this is where Edward and Adam really shine. Mm-hmm. This is a 100% lost Damon Lindelof trope. Yeah, They planned all of this part since to get episode to one, one of season part. one yeah this mm-hmm. is they 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 knew that this was how they got there and they started just revealing it in slow ways which the entire show of lost up until season like four or five was all done like that and they even admitted like they got to they knew first three or four seasons and then they didn't and then they just started making stuff up and that's when it really got weird and like all the sci-fi yeah. stuff and the wheel and all that but like the first four seasons of getting to like where they were and how it worked and the time trip, like all that stuff was pre-planned. So like the fact that all this roadmap up until this point was laid out like that is kind of incredible. Yeah. Like that series of events very carefully happening over the course of hundreds and hundreds of years of Rumpel just being like, all I wanted to do is get my son back. But that was the real thing is that Rumpel wasn't just like there for mischief or there for evil. He just wanted to get bail back. I know. And like, manipulated all these people and did all these things and transported the town right so is it evil yeah right or is it based out of love or or is it not just an extreme version of geppetto putting pinocchio in the tree i mean right i mean it's true is it not regina killing everyone alive just for her son it's it really starts to gray those areas right i'm sorry but i which goes back to with, the... I have to side with the parents here. I I would, agree. What would you do? What would you do? Well, how far would you go to protect or rescue or avenge your I would end it children? all. You know what I mean? And, I it, would end it all for Harper tomorrow. And like, frankly, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Gerald Butler style, take them all out. I, there yeah, would be yeah, nothing yeah. that would stop me. I, and, I don't... And frankly... The point of this show is to show you a different perspective of the once upon a time they they lived happily ever after was not the whole story. And so this right. is this is the the behind the scenes of what is really going on. The person who's the evil queen, this you know horrible witch who's super evil, there's more to the story than what you were told. So like and this is following through with that main through line of the whole thing, like the good place main through line, you know, being that stuff comes from in you and you have choice. And I can't even get down to the main line of The Good Place. I'm still emotionally damaged by that show. You need to, I will, when we talk about I it. I need I'll, time. I will share with you the, the stuff in the podcast unwraps that show in a way I've never seen before because it really gets into like what Michael Shore was trying to do. Not just what you saw, but the stuff underneath that. No, underneath the still top layer. Morning. I'm telling you, you gotta listen to the podcast, man. Just do um, this. Oh. It'll, it'll, it's like watching the show over again, but with commentary on, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it you will not regret it. Anyway, we will continue. You know, there's not a ton about also, my father maybe that it's I remember fate, that for some reason suck. to me that just feels like a hatch. But yeah. he used to tell me that there are no coincidences. There are no coincidences. It's also Everything that happens 
happens by design. Those words are taken we can do about out of Jacob's mouth right there. Conspire to make it happen. Fate, destiny, whatever you want to call it. The point is, maybe we met for a reason. Oh boy, you don't even know. Maybe something good came from us being together. Oh my God, she's gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Not that I can think of. Wait. That's shielded Emma doing the I Emma just thing. went to jail. That's it. But something good did come. You I'm have a side. I'm over it. And you. No, this is just going to be Emma. Emma's the only real character in this show, right? That's not a magical blah, blah, blah and believes in this. So soul. is she hiding Henry? I think she's just now she's now she's angry. You know how angry Emma is? She just starts to get oh, spiteful but... and gets really like. <laughs> This is just going to be, this is, this is where we're going to get attacked for Emma's, a Emma's a victim and she's had a trauma. No, Emma so is she a victim in this. Feel, Emma, oh, I agree. Emma is a victim in this. I agree. But I, I but think that. They Emma, I'm not negating the fact that you need to tell him that he has a child. And, and someone is going to say that he, she doesn't need to tell him that now she will eventually tell him, but she's not ready. And I'll, I mean, it's, she's the only character who responds to things in the show the way that real nor you and i like normal people would okay respond. but if, Everybody if else somebody is said to me maybe something great did come from us being together your immediate response would be you're right our child <laughs> yeah and she um, said none not that i can think of i mean she if she's really as pissed at us at, yes at fine. him as we think she is wouldn't that be the your first thing to do you know what i mean i still think emma's uh in the right like in general overall i'm siding with emma on this one neil can kick rocks right now yeah well yeah he doesn't know i'm siding we'll, with the girlies i don't even remember when they get to it but we'll oh god when you wear the uh keychain i got you See, she's just mad now. She's yeah. just doing she's just doing mad things. To remind myself never to trust someone again. Yeah, she's just she's she's pissed yeah, about that. Girl, no. if I made a deal with your father, I'd bring you to him. You made a deal with him? Yeah. Oh. And I'm upholding my end. No, but you don't have to. You know that. I know. Okay, so this should be See, really easy for you. Tell him that you lost me, tell him you can't find me. You do that. You never had to see me again. Oh my god, I don't care about the over war right now. Come on. I want to go back to New York. I know. Soldier. Me. He does not look right. I made it at the front. You got this crate with your life. What, what's under there? A prisoner who can help us turn the tide against the ogres. Careful. It's a tricky beast. Yes, sir. Oh, I wonder what it's going to be. Is it going to be Coral? Oh, what was Alpha? I don't know. I think he does not look right. I think he does. He looks noble, which we're not used to, you know? Rumpelstiltskin. Maybe that's I don't, I don't remember. Isn't it some... Oh, it's like a soothsayer. It's a seer. Oh. Like a siren? 
Yeah, it's a uh, out of the. Oh, oh yes, no child. Please. I haven't had a sip in days. How do you know my name? I'm Seer. I see all. Creepy. Oh my no, goodness. No, 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 no. That's, that's not possible. You must have overheard someone speaking. Can I just can I show you for a second what she looks like now? That's what that girl looks like. That's incredible. <laughs> wow, like, she's stunning. I know, seriously. <laughs> Her name is uh, Shannon Lucio. Lucio? L-U-C-I-O? Lucio? Yeah, Lucio. Uh, doesn't look like anything particularly stand out, except for like the classic New York stuff, Law & Order, ER, and my NYPD Blue? Oh, 2004 remake. CSI, like a lot of the... She was oh, in the yeah, OC. Yeah. She was Lindy, uh, Lindsay Gardner in the OC. Hmm. 12 episodes there. Uh, Prison Break. So, I mean, good titles. Grey's Anatomy, Criminal Minds. Like like one, like one-offs, right? Yeah. Random stuff. She was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. too. All right. Uh, so she she worked. She has a consistent job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, she's all messed up in this, <laughs> this show. Her eyes yeah. are all tight, like, sealed shut. And she's, like, gorgeous, which is so crazy to me. <laughs> Stilt skin. The son of a coward. Raised by spinsters. Scared of ending up just like his father. Did I overhear that? I told you, I see all, even what has yet to pass. You mean the future? You can see the future? Indeed I can, including yours. No, 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 no. I won't indulge this dark magic. Even if what I see concerns your wife, Mila? Creepy. I hate weird fortune tellers who do shit like that and they drop names. Oh, I'm like, Ugh. Give me water. Here, slake your thirst, witch, and speak of what you know of my wife. These iron things, I can do without those. <laughs> She's already with child. To be a father? Your wife will bear you a son, but your actions on the battlefield tomorrow will leave him fatherless. I'm gonna die? No, 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 no. You, you, you must tell me how I can stop that happening. You can't. Then I'm done helping you. For now. Someday you'll help me again. I bet Mila isn't even pregnant. You just said that so I would give you water. And now you're trying to trick me. Interesting. Into deserting. You shall see. Tomorrow, when you see the army ride cows into battle, you will know I speak the truth. Cows? And who's going to man the catapults? Milkmaids? I have had enough of your fiendish lies. There is no escaping it. You will have a son, and your actions will leave him fatherless. Like him as the dark one, and this rumple, you can see it just... Is Henry's father? Oh, man. Hello, hello. Like it, it's oh, just so the same no, person. This is where that deleted scene was. It doesn't matter right now because uh, I don't know what yeah. to do. Please tell me you're not calling to ask me to tell you to keep it from him. Henry thinks his father is dead. I told him that for a reason. I want to protect him. No matter what this man did, Henry has a right to know who his father is. The truth about your parents. 
Am I? You of all people should know how important that is. I don't want Henry to get hurt. This is the soap opera part. I just want to protect him. Oh, but I understand that part about Henry. And not yourself. But I mean, the soap opera dilemma, you know? Yes, they're both yes, kind of yes, right, yeah. you know? So there's no, like, clear answer, because they are they both have a point. And Emma's justified Why are you so nervous? wanting to protect him. When I found my mom, I was excited. Because I have the benefit of a little more life experience. I know that things don't always happen the way we want them to. That's an awfully kind way to tell a kid you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> sure, but... In my book, it says that you could see the future. Why can't you just look and see what's going to happen? Well, that ability is complicated. I didn't always have it. And then when I did, wow. It's maybe not the gift one would He's being like a normal dude right now with him. Yeah. Which is kind of Seeing the nice inevitable see. can be a terrible price. Ignorance is but bliss. You wouldn't have to worry mm -hmm. about stuff. You just know. What a, but that's the great trap. What an adolescent yeah. way to think about it. The future. That's the great trap. It's like a puzzle with missing pieces. Difficult to read and never, never, what do you think? There's that thing of like knowing the future and like causing the future hey. you wanted to avoid because you, you knew it. You know, the paradox. Sorry, your son got away. The plot thickens. It's getting even deeper now. I like it. Who are you? So it is true. You really don't remember anything. Were we friends? <laughs> we spent some time together. And I'm mean? here because I believe you kind can of help tired me of this find something. <laughs> yeah. That belongs to Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gold. Okay, so like we spent most of season one. I think being it's like, because it just annoys me because like we know she's faking it, and I not faking it, but like this is acting, so yeah, we yeah. just want her to like remember who she is. <laughs> so there's a problem with script writing, right? Where when Aaron Sorkin, Jane Espenson, there are people, Michael Shore and and his team of writers, really good at keeping you just a few steps behind. So that you always have to catch up. You feel like you're doing work, right? It keeps you engaged. If you, if the characters have to catch up with you because you know more than they do, it's boring. It it makes it because you're like, oh, just figure it out already. Because I've known for three episodes. Yeah. Can you just figure out that you're his dad? Can you just figure out that you're, you're, you know what I mean? And soap operas sometimes get that way, right? And so the problem in the writing is like, we went through the entire Season one with everybody not knowing who they were and then everybody finally figuring it out. And now you have another character who lost their memory again. I'm like, not again. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to go through this whole process again where people have to like learn who they are and figure it out. Like, so it's just kind of tiring, you know, to just watch someone go through the same amnesia thing again. Uh, yeah. That's all. I just, and I understand why they have to and it does pay off eventually. In fact, this one, it's just this right one is now. really complex. We're in the middle of the ogre war and we're in the middle of Manhattan. So like, we don't care. Right oh, that's now. the other thing as a C plot. Yeah, this can go. This shouldn't even be in this episode, honestly, <laughs> but that's true. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know him. Yes, girl. I love Not when anymore. Regina just like. <laughs> but you did. 
do your work. This is some bibbity bobbity boo shit here. I love this. She's like one of the the, the Sleeping Beauty fairies. Yeah. Who just like uh, Merryweather, like just. Oh, I love it. Where are they at? The Sleeping Beauty fairies. I want to know where they're at. Aren't they with um, the nuns? I mean, I guess, but not like specifically. Like, I'm, I'm assuming they're in there, but they're not like characters. You know, uh, I yeah. want them to be like pillaging his shop, Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather. That would be the obvious choice, yes. The gold wouldn't risk crossing the town line and losing his memory without entrusting the dagger's location to someone. Belle. My guess is she hid it in one of her beloved books. Impressive, Regina. <coughs> Cora's like, oh, you are bad. I'm impressed <laughs> holding the dagger She's in my just hand. like, uh, she yeah, annoys me as a mother. No. It should be. She's here. like encouraging her to be. But it's yeah. not, is it? May we go now? Hold on. <laughs> and he's just a teenager who's like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> What's this? Ah, oh, yes. Crude. To the untrained eye, a child scribbles, but to a pirate. It's a map. It still scribbles. Gold may not have hidden the dagger here, but I believe he's left us the next best thing. Its location. Can you read it? Well, lucky for you, ladies. I'm quite adept at finding buried treasure. Oh, we didn't see his starring credit. I missed it. So Rumpelstiltskin is Henry's grandfather? Apparently. <laughs> but I'm his grandfather. <laughs> you can have more than one. <laughs> this is... This Jesus. is the most His classic grandparent argument ever. <laughs> like, I love that they put in D David has to be the one figuring it out out loud of all the people, all the characters. You it is. Put, listen. I can't even tell you how perfect of a dad thing he is doing right now. Yeah. Dad, grandfather, like to a T. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm but his I'm grandma. his grandfather. <laughs> because no matter what, no matter how much your in-laws like each other, at the end of the day, they're always competing for favorite grandparents. Always title. competing. Always. So they like to the death. Uh, it, it it's so funny to watch in real life, and then hear played out, like confirming yeah. my thoughts and feelings on. A hundred percent. But I'm his grandfather. Let's see if we can. Let's follow his train of thought here. I'm his grandfather. <laughs> you can have more than one. <laughs> So his step-grandmother is Regina, the evil queen. Actually, his step-great-grandmother. And she's also his adoptive mother. <sighs> it's a good thing we don't have Thanksgiving in our land, because that dinner would suck. <laughs> it's a great line. <laughs> it's a great line. Wow, how? Wait, out. hold on. Gold, hey, what are you... Can we take this bit out and, like, post it on Instagram? It's very on brand for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving, as this is an almost Thanksgiving episode, sure. Yeah, I love it. We'll call you know that we'll, we're like CW shows where they all have a holiday. This is our Thanksgiving. This is our Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> I like Which it. the Gossip Girl episode, Thanksgiving episodes, are the best episodes of the entire show. Oh, Thanksgiving specifically. Yes, they are. Gossip Girl Thanksgiving episodes are infamous. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Well. Yeah, this will be our holiday one. I like it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just rings every bell. Finding my son. Let, let him in. He's gone. But he lives here. 
He'll be back, and I'll be waiting. Fair. You can't just break in. Yeah, well, actually, that's something I'm quite adept at. He might not come back. Look, finding oh, people is what we never saw 23 at the one. bar. I'm uh, simply yeah. going to assist you. Oh, I think I... There may be may information have, in here. Matter. Let's drink to it anyway. What he does. Who he loves. No, don't do this. There are things called laws. I'll be lookout. No. <laughs> Henry's like, sweet, illegal. You I'm get arrested. Then my son will have to testify against me, and we will be reunited. <laughs> Thank you. Those are actual key pick, uh, like lock picking tools. I no, hate when they going. just have people are just like stick a paper clip in it and it just opens. Like those are actual lock picking ones. So thanks for the accuracy there. That always works. Lucky bastards. Oh, I think they'd beg to differ. They're not dead, but they can't fight, which means they get sent home. That's important. That's the only way out of here alive. When the ogres rip you limb from limb, pray that they're quick. Then when you get out of there alive. Fortune favors us! Fresh supplies have arrived from the Duke. Today we will not be marching into battle. We'll be riding. Riding? Riding what? What kind of question is that? A horse, of course. Now grab yourself a cow. Get ready! I'm sorry, so what, what did you say? A cow. The saddles we just got in. Made from the finest leather. We call them cows. Grab yours, so at least the ride in the doom will be a soft one on your backside. I love when the seers things come true and it's not the way you think. Are you all right? They didn't mean like actual cows. Right. You, you go, I'll catch up. have a son, and I'm gonna die. Answer me. Oh, the oh. seer's gone. Oh. And now he's Kylo running the game. <laughs> Alright, picks up a big sledgehammer. Just saw him. Did you just we trip didn't... and break your whole yeah. leg? Yeah, yeah. Like, we didn't like... need to hear that either. I yeah, just that all set. But that. that explains why he's oh, a Please, we really and shouldn't a, be here. And a oh. thing the whole time. He has a crutch and a cane. But if he did this in the morning, he wouldn't have been considered a coward. So I'm a little right on the thought process here. Thirteen. Is that important? Also, uh, Bay's got money because this is a pretty big apartment. Yeah, no uh, kidding. For New York, Manhattan. forget it. You found something, Derry? Derry! <laughs> it just looks like a dream catcher. Yeah, well, if it's nothing, why are you still holding it? <laughs> Smartass. You're lying to me. Just get back to looking, okay? No, no, no. You saw something, tell me. You don't know what you're talking Tell me! Henry, go wait in the bathroom. But I can help- Henry, go! Oh. 
Read the room, kid. <laughs> this is not the time. There's nothing here. The guy's a ghost. Well, you think me a fool? You holding back. I want to know what and why. I'm not holding Did back. Did he tell you something? Gold. Did he tell you nothing? something? Nothing. He didn't say anything. But you talked to me. They're Don't both put words hide. in my mouth. I love that they're both hiding so much. You tell oh, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make you tell me. You don't have magic here. Oh, I don't need magic. You really want to do this? Do not push me. Don't push me. We had a deal. A deal. No one. No one breaks deals with me. Hey. I wish she just she just pushed him over. <laughs> hey, look at you. Rumble wow. just fell back. Dude, these commercial breaks have got to have been so painful. <laughs> so, I would have been screaming at the TV. And like waiting for the commercials to end and get back. <laughs> there's his cane and there's the baby. He What's his name? Would have shattered the entire bone. He also would have passed out from pain. From shock. A strong name. Something he'll need. He's to live with the shame of being your son. Oh, this is why what? she hates him, because he What are you talking about? Was I? Rumble, is it true? It's what, sir? Did you injure yourself? So that you wouldn't have to fight, so that you would be sent home? So you could I told you that. be a father Everyone. to your son. Rumors travel quickly from the front. Rumble, did you do this to yourself? Did you do it to yourself? Yes! A seer told me I was going to die in the battle. You did this because a seer told you to do it. She was right about everything else. I left the front to be with you. You and there's no way Mila comes out of this like you not a complete asshole. You were afraid. That wasn't even you true. You became what everyone thought you were—a coward, just like your father. Nothing like my father. He tried to abandon me. I will never ever do that to my son. That's why I did this. For him. Yeah, fuck. Hold for the boy. Yeah, forget it. We're on the anti-military. To save him from the same fate I suffered growing up without a father. You sentenced him to a fate much worse. Growing up as your son. What? What, what else could I do? You could have fought, Rumpel. You could have died. You don't mean that. You don't mean that. Uh, raise your hand if you would have been happy your dad left a uh, massacre to just be your dad. Right? And like be present? Hand in the air right now. She's just... useless. <laughs> She's the worst. So now... LVP of the entire series, Mila. How do you feel about him ripping her heart out and making her die on Hookship? Fuck Honestly, Mila. not that about it. Not even a little. <laughs> And now look at how strong his bond is with the sons. I will never. That, of course, Bay didn't know. Ever you know? What he went through. Bay. Oh my god. He just heard his name for you the first time. Me. Oh. I'm going to make sure you didn't hurt her. Oh boy. I've seen what you do to people who break deals. Thanks for blowing my calls. Hey, just let me talk. I have no interest in talking to you. You can go. I'm not coming anywhere. Get out of my apartment! Neil. Emma, I got this. Oh my god. 
Bro, you were blowing all of the coverage. Yeah. Right <laughs> He's terrible at this. Oh my god. Henry's in the bathroom. You two know each other. Yeah, Henry is in the bathroom. You sent me chasing after him. No, 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 stop it! You're lying! How do you two know each other? Stop. No, tell me. Mom. No, stop. What's going on? He said, and then of course he walks out and says, Mom. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> I hated that. I hate <laughs> that was Edward. Is Edward that Biffler? Like, I need you to stay in the room for a little while longer, okay? Come on. How, how, how old are you? Don't answer him. How old are you, kid? Eleven! Oh my god. Now, why is everyone just saying why? why is Hold on, wait. Neil right now currently has 16 numbers just floating around his head. Oh, yeah, 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 dude. This is... How old are you? I'm 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that they made Henry just yell for no reason. It's like, why are we loud noises? Like, why are we... <laughs> also, we, I know we're going to talk about it later. We need to talk about it right now. Mom... Yeah, I was, I mean. I he mean, only called her Emma when he was with Rumpel 10 minutes ago. That's that's the problem. I wish He said he, Emma like three times. If, if he, he said just, my mom or. Like, when he was talking about like, I forgave her and all that like, conversation he had earlier. It would have been he nice said, if they I had forgave her, that. Yeah. Emma. Yeah. Not I forgave her, my mom, mom. It, it would have been nice if she had, if they had seated that in a little bit. I want to see how this plays out. Mom? Yeah, twice again. He, it it was not comfortable coming out of his mouth before, and all no. of a sudden he says it twice in two minutes. Like, is this my son? No, oh. my dad was a fireman. He he died. That's what you told me. Oh, oh you man. said. Is this my son? Wow, they really made it all happen at once, huh? Wow. This feels physically heavy right now. <laughs> you see he jumps out the window. <laughs> There's a fire Henry escape has everywhere. never There's seen a fire, a fire escape, escape in his life. <laughs> How did he, I didn't even know that wasn't just going to fall off the building. <laughs> this no. guy is a real complicated. Please, please. All I want is a chance to be hurt. No. Look, you came back to protect Emma to show that she had lived up to her end of her bargain with me. And though she has, she could go. No, our deal was for her to get you to talk to me. Okay, now we're gonna play the fact that you If you truly Emma, want her deal that's... to be fulfilled, <laughs> you have but one choice. You have to talk to me. You got three minutes. Odd any, choice of number, but any okay. storyline that is hey. dad's not being no, forgiven I, I, I'm, I'm okay. yeah. and not understanding no, they, what came they, before they them is good to go, but, um, so hard. You know, I think I'm gonna stay oh, here. Fucking coyote over here. Why? Well, take a look at this and see. Sending email to her in quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> That's how picture messages work on phones. Her. Give you the location of the dagger. Well done, Hook. We'll take it from here. 
No. Actually, that was kind of You promised me! The fact Dang. that nobody in 2021 would believe that video because it could have just been edited. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. Is this... I just, I feel like she had a zinger. Yeah, sorry, but no, no, I was just okay. thinking about it I was just outdated now. No, you're totally right. I was just impressed that I keep forgetting that these two could, like, collapse a building at the snap of their hands. Like, they're right. so freaking powerful, and I love when you forget that. As soon as you forget that, they just go, and then knock somebody up against the wall. I just love... Also, Barbara Hershey is so tiny. She is. She's very short. <laughs> and Colin O'Donoghue is also huge. She's, like, six foot. Lana looks we'll like she's really you. tall, too. No. You promised me! <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Chris Dagger's much too powerful to be wasted on you. Excuse me, the Chris Dagger? So, is this it was spelled what like Chris Jenner too, like K R I S Dagger. Getting Rumpel's dagger so you can obtain his dark powers. A sign. If we possess the dagger, Chris Jenner we hold the dagger. The dark <laughs> and when she he returns dark to Storybrooke, we can is command him Chris Jenner, to kill the dark one? Snow White, Prince Charming. <laughs> oh shit! Her plan was to use the dark one to kill Snow. And you <laughs> will be blameless in the eyes of the only person. Who matters? Henry. Now, as plans go, smart plan. However, super evil. <laughs> like effective, but very evil. <laughs> so that's him. Uh, yeah. Why didn't you tell me? Because I never thought I would see him again. I never wanted to. Why not? This is a hard conversation. Yeah. You're a thief, Henry. I feel like we shouldn't be here. I know. I feel, this feels that guy and he, he broke my heart. I could have taken it, you know. The truth. I know. It was just a part of my life I wanted to forget. Selfish. Continue. <laughs> That's why I didn't tell you. But honest. Now, I was thinking gone, of me, fine. not you. <laughs> I thought you were different, but you're just like her. Regina, she always lied to me, too. I'm sorry. It's hard. I want to meet my dad. It's so interesting as human beings that we're programmed that like lying is such Locked a in. hard thing to mm -hmm. deal with. I know, you know I've made mistakes. Deception. But you seems must to, be to know like, you're wrong too. Me. Like Emma no. knew she was wrong. I want to make up for it. Yeah. There's no greater pain than regret. Try abandonment. Let me make it up to you. How are you going to do that? <laughs> I grew up alone. I grew up without a father. You can make up for that? Yeah. Yes, I can. Two minutes. Come with me to Storybrooke. There's magic there. Probably wasn't. I can turn the clock back. Wasn't a Probably not an incentive that you thought it was, but again. okay. <laughs> be like an alcoholic. We can, we can become 14 I don't want to be 14. <laughs> Again, are you are you insane? I can't make up for the lost time, but I can take away the memories. Pain. Take away who I am. Nothing. That's also a weird 
Yeah. <laughs> Weird moves, guy. Rumble, you had like a you had multiple lifetimes to get this down and you did this not. The speech, yeah. <laughs> These are not strong moves. <laughs> you couldn't have rehearsed this with anyone. Love me. This is beautiful. Who wants to shop though? I can be that man again. I've changed. Look. I came here to this city without magic. Yeah. All right. Oh. That was it. I was caught up in this moment. I It's okay. Did you have your drink? Okay, good. Still trying to use it to make up for your mistakes. Still think that that can make it all better. It won't. You can't. Yeah. You can't just have one drink. You have drink. no idea what I've lived with. <laughs> You're so worried about you. You know what I've dealt with? Every night. For more years than you could know. That's important. That's the last thing I see before sleep is the image of you. You and me. Over that pit. Your hand wrapped around mine. And then you open your grip. And as I fall away, all I can see is your face. Choosing all this crap over me. And we watched it. That's hard. That's really hard. And he did. He like actively chose. I mean, he immediately regretted it, but like, that's my turn. He was like, I can't not have the power. And he, you know. I'm letting you go. Sorry. I don't care. I didn't get closure, so you don't either. Gotta go. Oh my god. Now, time's up. That's still all about vengeance, though. You know what I mean? About also, justice. Also, suddenly we're at gold rumple stage? Yeah. The seer. That's, oh. That said they were going to see him again. Oh, she's older. I've been expecting you. Oh, maybe that's the one. Maybe the um, girl Then you know is. exactly why I came. She's probably equally What I foretold during the Ogre's War has finally come to pass. Well, in a manner of speaking. I uh, hobbled myself on the battlefield, was branded a coward. My wife ran away and left me. Then my son was called to the front. Oh, then I became the dark one. <laughs> then they left me. So yes, my actions on the battlefield left my son fatherless. But would it be nice to know about all the pesky details? That's not no how Sears work. Uh, this is the little girl. Yeah, see, still beautiful. Still gorgeous. Uh, born in 1999. Currently 22. Yeah. So she was around 12 when they. She did a good job. Yeah. Would not have made a difference. You still would have been powerless to escape your fate. <laughs> Just <laughs> we gotta get like. Oh yeah. Exactly why I came here. You want to find your son? Indeed. <laughs> you will find him. Oh. How? And this time, don't leave out a single. So he's just still on the quest to try and figure out yeah. how to get him back. 
It will take many years. So I knew. And require a curse. She's the one who told him? Curse. Get out. Powerful enough to rip everyone from this man. Yes, yes, there's more, I know it. Tell me. You will not cast the curse. Someone else will. And you will not break the curse. Someone else will. Oh, that was done beautifully. Tell me. Yeah. I don't know. Even my powers have limits. Not good enough, Derry. I didn't always have it, remember he, he said in, in my book, it says you can see the future. I didn't always have it, this is how he gets it. The ability to see the future. But that like, is terrifying. He wants to meet you. Dark. You tell me about him. No, I wasn't. See, she's still doing the catty woman yeah, thing. Yeah, well, he's my kid too, so you don't get to make that decision by yourself anymore. Great, go talk to him then. They're both broody adults. Yeah, also, <laughs> Totally justified. Like, but very spiteful. <laughs> you all need to go to therapy. Seriously, you're all so tanned. you did to me. Okay. I get it. Well, I'm going to stop. Well, at least they okay. know, too. Okay. <laughs> say we try to avoid that with him. All right. Also valid. Also valid. Keep yes, it Yes, we do want it. Yes, yeah. All three of y'all. Break damaged. generational trauma. I get yeah. it. Yeah, this is very This is very. This does require us, professional, though. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Agreed. Not a magical professional, Joe, like an actual professional. You're my dad. Yeah. I'm Henry. Oh. It's nice to meet you, Henry. I'm sorry it took so long. It's okay. You didn't know. Neil makes me want to hug him. I know. It's like, really if I was Henry, moment. I would just be like... I know. This is a really sweet moment. It feels yeah. really realistic, too. Henry introducing himself. He's such a polite kid. I just love him. Which means this is your grandson. I know. That changes everything, Gold. Yeah. And like his, you were saying, his relationship with Henry is so cool, and part of that is I can't blood. See anything. It's too much. It's nothing but a jumble. The future is a puzzle with many pieces to be sorted. You just said that to Henry. In time, you will learn to separate what can be from what will be. This is why you wanted to give me your power. To free yourself from this torment. In time, you will work it all out. Wait. Shouldn't he grow like eyes in his hands? I offer you one piece of the puzzle. <laughs> You will be reunited with your son, and it will come in a most unexpected way. How? A boy. A young boy will lead you to him. But beware, Rumpelstiltskin, for that boy is more than he is. Oh my god, this is, this is really meaty. He will lead you to what you seek. There's a lot going on here. 
that there will be a price. The boy will be your undoing. Oops. Kills wow. Barry. I feel like this was also an ode to her. Then I'll just have to but... kill him. Then I'll just have to kill him, Lisa. Oh boy. This got complicated oh my real gosh. quick. And oh my thus, gosh. And thus, the beginning of the next part of the season, right? Hey, what do you think? Number one, I think we have eradicated the myth that Edward and Adam are bad writers. Mom part excluded. That's one line, though. That's not. I know, I know, but I'm sorry. That (laughs) that seemed like that's that I can forgive as we're running up on the deadline and we need to close. We need to close. But you know what? TV accelerated schedule. That was the worst part of the episode. That was the. So that says something. I, I that was a uh, that was a lot of wow right there. That was really impressive. I, I, I gotta say that was. What are your first thoughts, just in general? It's like a s- overall summary. It felt really good to me. This is my favorite episode to date. The whole thing, but we said Tiny was like the most amazing episode ever. <laughs> no, no, are no, we no, easy no. To no, please? no. Tiny was a no. That's not what we said. We said Tiny was a solid episode. What was the what was before Tiny? It was one of them that we were like we ex- no I thought it was Tiny. We were like we expected this to be really crappy. It was that it was, was Tiny, amazing. but we said it was a good episode. We were like this is a solid episode. It, Manhattan mean, is this. Yeah, yeah. my favorite episode today okay. of the show. <laughs> it I'm topping seven fifteen a.m. I'm topping. Um, what was the other one? There's a couple. Uh, oh, not um the friggin' Doctor Whale episode. Oh yeah, uh, brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I love the performances. I love the complexity. You actually forget this feels like the Good Place in a way. It's not quite as good as the writing of the Good Place, but it feels like you forget you're in a show. Yeah, like, I know it's a soap opera, but it. Feels I just like felt like I was people. watching real people. Like, like I my- <laughs> wanted to leave the fire escape. I needed to yeah. get out. I wanted to go find something to fumble with in the kitchen like in my heart and soul i was like i wonder what neil is doing right now yes (laughs) like he's a real person um all right let's do this mvps oh Oh, god this is gonna be hard all right mvp of storybrooke we got david we got guinea we got our snow we got uh well well wait do we consider no let's do let's do storybrooke and so let's include all of the present day people right so gold emma Neil, Henry, David, Snow, Regina, Cora, Hook. Forget Bell and Greg, because fuck them. <laughs> I'm <laughs> giving it to Neil. Neil, MVP of story. Well, he did give his father a chance to speak. He did um, offer he the relationship back. with Henry. And he came back. He, he didn't have to come back. That's true. And nothing really was at stake for him at that point. Yes, he loved and cared for Emma, but he didn't know he had a son. He could have still ran just he like he that, did before. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. Like he went back just because he knew that Rumble would have probably killed her. Neil Cassidy, Balefire. Oh, this is so good. Yes. So, so happy we're finally here. MVP of the Enchanted Forest. So we have Gold, Seer, uh, Mila. That's it, right? I give it. 
I mean, gold for fucking breaking his own leg to be with his son. That's commitment. Yes. I do not. I genuinely do not think he broke his own leg because he was afraid to die. No, I, or else I he completely agree. If he was afraid to die, he wouldn't have joined the war in the first place and been so excited. Rumple. I'm giving it to Rumple. Easy. Um, LVP of Storybrooke. Cora, there was Regina, not Hook. one. We're giving really the LVP of the entire episode <laughs> to Mila. To Mila? Honestly, she should have had to go fight in the Ogre <laughs> War. She should have been ripped limb from limb. She is the worst. <laughs> That's This is Mila. That's awful. Uh, you're right. She is really the worst of the, of the absolute. Really, and Cora, Regina, and Hook did not do much this episode. They kind of just ran no, around. They felt like henchmen. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. felt like Horace and uh, and Jasper from That from was like Carole three Deville. stooges over there like trying <laughs> yeah. to fumble over something. Um, Honestly, uh, Mila feels like I've watched Rumpelstiltskin brutally murder people and I'm still like Mila's worse. Yeah. Because again, his entire None thing of, was Rumpel still. Rumpel did not have to be any of this if no. she just wasn't the fucking worst. He wouldn't have even been the dark one had right. she not left. If they the just got to have a happy life as a family, which everyone should hope and want for, yeah, they would have just been a normal family. Like you yeah. could have moved. Uh, what about the honorable mention overall character, Henry? for accepting dad he didn't have to do that either he could have been he could have been mad like all the adults were all mad at each other and spiteful and bitchy at each other no i'm not gonna do it because you don't deserve it and he didn't as the in through the eyes of a child he took it for face value and he and he let dad in right away and he didn't have to he didn't owe him anything just like neil doesn't owe anything to rumple and could have given him a chance and didn't because he has baggage and henry could have turned this into baggage and he didn't and i respect that that's hard to do. That's something an adult would have a hard time doing. I'm giving mine to David. Okay. For that for that one that one yeah. scene. That's funny. Yeah. So Regina is his step grand <laughs> yeah, I have right. to give it to David because I do not throw him enough bones. So that That's part fair. was hilarious. I stand by. Henry, that that was an important no, Henry, moment for me. Henry's part was huge and And I will say this before we move on to the last one. I've watched episodes of like some criminal minds episode came up of a guy whose dad, who was a, he was a, God, these retired vet episodes of these guys who were like beat up. They're poor. They have nothing. They've sacrificed their life for their country. No one cares. And they're just like decaying in a gross apartment waiting to die. And their son just says, you turn into an alcoholic and I hate you for my reasons. And you don't know what they went through before you were born. And the sons who just like refuse to forgive their dads for their own baggage. Right. And then of course, at some point they eventually, and they have sons too. Right. They, so the guy has a grandson and they're like, they don't want, what are these noises that are coming from my house right now? (laughs) Sorry. I thought that was Um, fireworks. Is everything okay? I don't know what the hell that was. (laughs) Um, I think it's like, I honestly don't know what that is. Um, uh, They eventually forgive them and they like, they let them, they let them, their dads see their sons, which is like the really big thing. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And like, that's so heartbreaking. So for this multi-generational issue here of like this, you know, what? Seriously? What is that? (laughs) That's really a terrifying sound. Like with the show that we're watching right now, I feel like I need to text my wife and be like, what is going on out there? She's cooking, I know, but like, sounds like a tea kettle is about to explode. Anyway, I'm I sorry. know. It I'm like sorry. I was re- it's really distracting. Um, 
but yeah the the idea that like this multi-generational thing with like gold and neil and and henry and like watching the child be the one to forgive and be caring and like he doesn't and he's just as mad as at emma and the fact that he's always the bigger person henry's always a big, very special yeah kid, um is really really touching to me because neil like now see i love seeing that background of like what rumple went through to be with his son and how much his son truly meant to him that he would like sledgehammer his own leg to get out of the war so that he could be there and be present as a dad and all the things that led up to that of him being scarred with this coward thing with the feet with the you know and like them now as you recall he wanted to not be a coward anymore and have the power of the dark one because people were making fun of Bay, because Bay mm-hmm. was having a hard time, because people were attacking Bay, and that's the reason why he wanted more power to protect the sun. And Neil doesn't remember any of this. He doesn't see that yeah. part. He just sees the one mistake that was a he mistake. He would have had to go to bad. the ogre war if he didn't become the dark yeah. one. And the fact that he saw, like him seeing his dad infected with this dark one stuff that neil didn't understand and seeing him choose that power over him still scarring but the fact yes. that's like and i always say like somebody coming to you and apollo and saying i want to change i want to do this thing right and you can you can't find a reason why that's manipulation right and all the time that he was with bay in the enchanted forest he wasn't trying to manipulate him into doing what he wants the dark yeah. one stuff clouded his mind but and that's why i have a problem with neil not forgiving him and i know that there's trauma and i know that there's baggage and i know that he's justified but that i have my own baggage my own daddy issues and my own projecting right that i look mm-hmm. at this and i'm like my brother and i have you know not to air our family's dirty laundry but like my brother and i have very different views on my dad's like grievances with the family right my brother just Turn the other way. And he's not, he's, they have a very tense relationship. They don't, I made a choice, an active choice to just not carry that through my life. Yeah. And he's carried it a long time. And I don't because, and I don't, I, I respect him for making his choice for his family and for him and for what he does. But like, now I knew. up here. Oh my God. Are we like transferring sound to each other? Uh, like carrying that would have been so much of a burden on me i just let it go right yeah and so like these things about sons not forgiving their dads is just so hard for me to watch and so heavy and especially when you can see when we can see what the sons don't which is what they went through before they were born to the sacrifices that they had to make before they knew that they were being protected right justifying you should forgive him for even that and you don't know because you were never told mila wasn't around no one was there to tell you that this guy really loved you and cared about you and to assume maybe there was some stuff I don't know about that I should consider. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like all those storylines of that and every episode make me physically sob because like it's it's because I, I have a connection to that. Yeah. And that's really, that's really hard to watch a father go. Th- the father knows like gold went through all that stuff. Verbal Silskin knows what he went through and to watch the heartbreak of his son just being like, I don't care. Get out of my house because I don't care about you. Fuck you. Because you're, you know, yeah. like that like really dismissive thing is just really just such a slap in the face after every hundreds of years he's gone through to, and then fight, uproot an entire town, kill people. Like you said, what do you go through for your children just to see him again? Yeah. Is. That's uh, all you, he, oh. It's hard. It's really, really hard. And we'll eventually get, and it's going to take, Honestly, a couple seasons to really yeah, to get come this around. in the right, and I don't figure even it out. Come around, I, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a very very hard it's a road. road. This is not going to be road. A, yeah, it's not going to be an easy uh, redemption. But 
Uh, we, we got a lot of reveals in this. So last thing is outstanding performance by an actor. You give it to Michael, whatever his name, who plays Neil. Yes. Probably. Although he's a little bit, I will admit, he's a little bit of a sloppy performer. And I don't know if that's just this character is a little bit run and gun. I think kinda, he's, yeah, you know? rough around the edges. Which, because I, I, I personally like, is Michael Raymond James, that's his name. I, I like his performances in the future stuff when we get into Bay's background. There's a whole bunch of stuff between Bay <laughs> getting lost from Rumple and Bay becoming Neil. There's like an entire storyline that we haven't gone through because we have to introduce another land and more people and there's all sorts of stuff. I just loved the switch from being like, all right, I'm out of here to I'm a dad. I do like Is that. that my That's son? true. A no- that yeah, a noticeable switch was really beautiful to watch because it said he suddenly like no, turned right. into an entirely different. And he was like, I have another responsibility right now. I don't even care about you right now, Rumpel. Like, no, you're right. You're right. I did. Actually, that was a very noticeable difference. I really enjoyed that. Um, looks like my dinner's done. Uh, all right. So to that end, let's uh, rate the episode in okay. a very appropriate, appropriately named and themed Second annual Mr. Gold's Rumpelstiltskin Gold Stars in the field of excellence. Uh, how many Mr. Gold's Gold Star do you give stars? Oh my <laughs> God, 12 bays. Yeah. This is 12, a beautiful episode. 12 bays out of bays. Uh, this is a gorgeous episode. Absolutely magnificently. Perfection. My new favorite executed. episode, Manhattan. Really, Manhattan was, thank God, worth the wait. Manhattan was everything we wanted it to be. I hope you're, I hope you're happy waiting the extra week <laughs> for this quality because it really was magnificent. Uh, and I'm sad that the ratings were as low as they were because this really deserves. We didn't all even of have the... a lot of discourse. We literally the entire episode were like, "This is great. It's this amazing. is everything Honestly. we wanted it to be." Yeah. So I hope um, that makes for a good episode. I'm not no, really sure. yeah. I mean, you know, we, we can get to talking about it. But uh, the next week's episode, episode 15, is called The Queen is Dead. So let's watch a promo on that. Or an ad. Wow. Yep. Ad. Look at this. Nope. We're not going to look at this. Look at this. This is a stupid <laughs> ad on YouTube. All right. Here we go. You ready? It's important to. We're not giving you. Snow White's heart black as coal. All new two weeks from tonight. Oh, they they have been too. enemies forever. All she wants Sports. is power. Now, the mother of all evil. She doesn't care about you. And all that is good. There's a war starting. Will face off. I will not let you win. Not again. And no one is safe. There's got to be some way we can save you. Once upon Ooh. a time, all new oh, Sunday, shit. March 3rd on oh, ABC. Oh, went from goodbye to save you real quick. Neil. Dang. Uh, also, peep uh, Baby Snow. Homegirl. I, I did. I, did I saw see. a little snip. A little mm-hmm. snippet. A Baby yep. Snow. Madison, whatever her name is. Love her to death. Um, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so that's Bailey show. Madison? Ba- is it Bailey? <laughs> Probably. Uh, I keep seeing Madison Beer, who's an American singer who does K-pop. And that's not her at all. Anyway, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed our little uh, our little digs there. So uh, I, we we have outro things to do, and I haven't done this in a while, so forgive me if I'm rusty. Uh, but we do have some background music to play in the meantime. I was gonna say play the music. Oh no, I got it. Thank you for reminding me. Uh, hey, there we go. Um, hey. So we got a phone number two zero seven five three six eight five one two. 
thesbcpod at gmail.com, thesbcpod on Insta. We have the Patreon. You can sponsor our show. Uh, we have two tiers on there for uh, Movie Club or our Lost Podcast. That's at patreon.com slash thesbcpod. Uh, you can drop DMs in the Insta. You can review us on Apple Podcasts and get into the Storybook Daily Mirror. What other Call stuff do us. we have? Text Call us. Call us. All those things. Is that it? I think that's it. I think we're all ready right. to go. We're ready to go. So uh, with that, all magic comes with a price. All shows come with a podcast. See you in the Enchanted Forest, everybody. Stay gold. Stay, stay rumble. Stay rumble. Oh, and use our Snapchat filter. That says stay gold and stay rumble on your face. And yeah. then tag us and then we'll repost and you. And then I'll repost you. Yeah. XOXO. Bye. Oh my God. How on brand. It's the Manhattan episode. You should play the Gossip Girl sound. Oh my God. XOXO Gossip Girl.